Mastermind Alliance. Over here on Clubhouse, I am Yurima Karama. And uh, as the as the title of this so says, these type of black people are destroying black families. And we're going to get into that in just a second. Uh, but first and foremost, for the family, uh, and I, I really hate not having everybody on, but uh, let me let me try to pin some more people. So for the family uh, who are going to attend this weekend, we have our event uh, January 5th, this coming Saturday. We will be in um, Grand Falls Park, Virginia, uh, McLean, Virginia, and we will be there uh, for our meet. We're going to we're going to take a hike through the park. We're going to build as a family. That's what we do. That's what this is about. And uh, we're going to have a, a, a great time. Um with our melanated family, our Aboriginal family that decides to come out. And so uh, I will definitely be there. And uh, I booked my room today and I'm sure others uh, will show up as well. But that's January 5th and we are meeting at 12 noon that day. So if you can make it out, uh, we would love to meet the family, love to share that energy with you and uh, get a good build, a good energy exchange. Uh, so that is this coming Saturday. Also, our Unity Walk event. We have our National Unity Walk event coming up, and that is going to be January 22nd through the 25th in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So if you can actually make it out for that, you can actually go to our uh, webpage, uh, or no, www.theunitywalk.com. You can go there to sign up uh, or hit the link, actually, and uh, did I say January? No, it, it's it's actually uh, July. I, I apologize if I said January. It's July 22nd through the 25th. So uh, Freudian slip there. I did not mean to say January if I said that. Um, I don't even know why my mind would be in January, but apparently it is. Uh, everything's for a reason. But that's July 22nd through the 25th. And you can actually go there for a hotel discounted rate um, on your uh, hotel stay if you choose to come in from out of town. So with that said, also you can download my app, uremakarama.com, www.uremakarama.com. So um, I had to be an equal opportunity. I had to be an equal opportunity guy on this one. And, and for good reason, for good reason, uh, because I don't want the sisters to think I'm going in on them. I I tend to go in on the brothers uh but sisters they've been feeling a certain kind of way lately like yo you've been going inside to do an equal opportunity thing here so we're gonna start off with this shit first because this it's it's interesting when you have conscious people or proposed to be conscious people and they have goddamn uh feminist <laughs> the feminist movement talking points and so what do i mean well let's take a closer listen Fucking being, you need to. You would not done. I will not submit to your ass. I'm not giving. I'm not doing anything. I don't even say like submission. Like please, please show me the nigga that's ever so worthy. Like where, where are these men at? Like because I'm, I'm just seeing so much of my sisters like having these problems like i got a hundred girls in my when they're with us we always in our masculine but when they get with other races of women they can be those women ain't got to do nothing but be women 
Mm. Like they got something to prove to them, so they go extra hard for them. They so used to black women doing so much and being so amazing that when they get with us, they expect it, so they kind of slack. But then they get with other races of women. They get with a white girl, Spanish girl. She ain't got to do nothing but be a woman. So what you? Yeah. So um, <laughs> um, that that word submission, man. That that word submission. Uh, one thing. One one of the words that that um, in, in 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 talking points again from a feminist standpoint, uh, from the feminist movement. Uh, and for those that don't know about the feminist movement, you got to know that the CIA was the one who endorsed and sponsored Gloria Steinem to push that movement. Um, <laughs> so that first and foremost, and even Gloria says that, it, you know, it wouldn't have been exposed had the CIA not stopped paying her. But but so 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 they 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 pushed that agenda. Um Black women and then push the agenda. We don't we we don't need no man, which black women tapped into that part. We don't need no man. While the ones who pushed the agenda uh, and were standing firm on the agenda, they were going home to their white husbands in the suburbs. <laughs> they 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 never they never uh, 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 attached to a mindset of we don't need no man. Uh, but but you but but you have that you have that. And then but 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 wait, wait, because because in all fairness, then you got this. I mean, let's go. Michelangelo. Okay. Nice, nice to meet you. How are you? I've been out with black women or approached black women, and before they even knew me, they said, how many kids you got? How many baby mamas you got? Dating outside my race, I haven't had no issues like that at all. Okay, and you are? I'm Coro. 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 I've been practicing absence for three years, three years with no sex. I'm looking for someone that can respect my views on this, someone that can love me for me. And you are? Both. Both. Yeah, I don't date black women now because of past experiences. They like to place that strong personality on you. And, and sometimes you just kind of just like, you know, stay in a woman's place. So do you have any? OK, so let's just stop right there. We don't need to hear anymore. Um, so on the one on the one end of the spectrum, um, it, it, which is really scary because the sister said she's got 100 girls in her class. So. I mean, when we talk about generational curses, this is exactly this is exactly what we're talking about. So if she teach those hundred girls the mindset that she's got and then those hundred girls go and they have friends and they and see how it just spreads quickly. So on the one end of the spectrum, you have the, the sister saying, I'm not I'm not submitting where are these niggas at, you know, it, 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 so so my premise is that they're going to fucking die lonely, die not married. Um, and, and, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you got these bitch ass niggas making excuses for because they haven't they haven't met every black woman on planet Earth. So but they're making excuses as to and, and, and that's all they are is nothing more than excuses as to a reason. I want to use this reason to date outside my race. I want to use this reason not to date black women. And it, and it and it, it it really it really is a farce. It, it it it's a fucking farce, and we got to call it what it is. Now, um, I expect the and, and and I would really like to. Tarina's up here, but I would really like if there are some other sisters that would come up, like to come up and chime in. But at the end of the day, because I I want it, I do want it to be balanced. But at the end of the day, um, that's my take. Now, you know, I'm sure that there are some black men that. That will say, ah, nah, Yurima, we got, you know, is, you know, and, and, and that's that's fine and dandy. 
just know that when you say that, when you make those excuses, you can't. Now, maybe some other some other brothers, they'll go for it. But you can't talk black power to me ever. You can't talk black power to me ever if you're dating someone other than an aboriginal indigenous woman. You can't talk black power. Why? Because the most important the most important structure in this whole development is the black nucleus family. And so you're already killing that off rip. So so to even talk uh, uh, and, and at the end of the day, you know, uh, uh, there is this thing called pillow talk. Who's your loyalty going to be to when 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 the war breaks out? Who's her loyalty or his loyalty going to be to if you're if you're marrying outside? So on the one end of the spectrum, you got the sisters who are like, I'm not submitting. Um, the one sister said uh, dominated where I don't I don't know where she got that where where so so submission goes both ways but she automatically took the term submission and went to the went to the far end of the spectrum talking about domination like no this is not dominatrix this is not a sex act where your hands are tied behind your back and and all of that that that, we're not talking that type of submission but again even that even within the context of that those will become excuses as to uh, why, why uh, uh, we shouldn't date black, uh, black women shouldn't date black men or why black women should be leading and black men should be standing in the back. And um, I'm sorry, the, the, those of us who are natural born leaders, those of us who know how to run households, those of us who are on top of our game, we're never taking the fucking backseat to anybody. We're not man, woman or child. We're just not. It's just we're not taking the back seat. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't times where, uh, you know, uh, there is delegation. That doesn't mean that there aren't times where uh, uh, it's necessary for a black woman to lead and, 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 and the woman in the house to lead in certain areas. Yes. Um, and, 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 you know, I think that those things are are decided amongst that family nucleus. But to say that the black man should be in the back because, oh, he, you want us to submit. Those women are will never have a dude or they're going to have fuck boys. It, it's plain and simple. Either they're never going to have real men in their lives or they're going to have fuck boys. And it quite frankly, it sounds like that that's what they want. They want fuck boys. They want somebody that they can lead around, that they can tell what to do. They want somebody. And, and, and I think that also we have to remember that all men aren't the same. All women aren't the same. There are some women who naturally submit. It's just in them. Then there are some women with with higher testosterone overloads that that they're 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 a little bit more assertive is the proper terminology, not aggressive. They're a little bit more assertive in their approach. And that and that's fine, too. That's fine, too. But once you make it once you make up the mindset that "Ah, I'm not submitting, well, you've eliminated a group of men off of your plate of potential of potential mates to help you create this black nucleus family. You've just cleared your plate of a certain portion of men. And that's going to be to your detriment, not to ours, because at the end of the day, the bottom line is, is uh, we are the majority on planet earth. So although there might be communities, um, there might be communities in this country where black women outnumber black men, seven to one, things like that, 15 to one, we better figure out a way to make it work because at the end of the day and not being cocky, not saying this, but black women exist all over the planet. They're all over planet Earth. 
So our options don't just have to be limited to this country. So for those that want to clear their plate, instead of getting into the confines of this war that we're in and, 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 and figuring out ways to sit at the table and make this shit work. Yeah, good luck with good luck with those feminist talking points. Good luck with that. White women will not save you on this one. Trust me. They can't even save themselves. They got negative birth rates right now. So they're not going to be able to save you on this one. So we're going to have to either sit down and have that discussion or black men. Uh, and, and, and I'm sorry, black men marrying outside of, of black women. That's really not an option. I mean, if you choose to do that, you're creating your own demise because at the end of the day, we see how you can be blacked out and whitewashed. We see that clearly. There's 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 so many different examples of how you can be blacked out and whitewashed. And it only takes it only takes a few generations, if that, to do it. So I don't know. Wealth D, Tareen, you want to add in? Let's get with the Empress first, Tareen, uh, because you're the only one up here. And then we'll go with uh, Wealth and D. How you doing, Empress? Peace. Peace and light, family. Um, Peace. Peace, Queen. Wow, this is a lot. I wasn't expecting to go first to speak, but thank you. Um, oh, you don't have to, but I want so, to be respectful. Yes, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so just like, for one, I, I totally agree with those um, women. You know, for me, they're like mentally ill. You know, like it's that's just... Just the way, just how they were expressing themselves and how they felt about it. It's like they're not even just looking at this from a natural standpoint. Like, it's, it's, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know where the black man is in our society. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know, especially nowadays, that the black man is under attack. So why not have a little bit more understanding of that and by having understanding you have to submit in some type of way so when I hear women like speak like that it's just I don't know it's it's um it's a sad thing to me it reflects that they're lost they're hurt you know they've been traumatized um scorn you know um all types of things because it's like naturally women, you know, we're, we're nurturers, you know, and men, you know, they're the providers, they're the protectors. So why not stay in that mindset? It's, it's obviously something that's getting them off of that mindset because that's to me, the correct way to look at things because that's what it is. Like it starts from there. You got to deal with the, the facts and truth. Like people are too busy looking on, you know, worried about what's going on in the world around them instead of like really dealing with truth. Mm. Like, um, but I'm still here to conversate. That's just all I have to say right now. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Empress. We appreciate that feedback. Uh, wealth. It's good, family. Peace. You there, Wealth? Sound check. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Great way to start tonight's discussion. Um, I, I just, you know, I was taking a few notes and 
some points that I that I that I noticed and I just wanted to share was um su- submission. Submission to each other is is exactly what is necessary, right? And keyword to each other, right? We we I think I know we must move away from that independent mindset and move more towards an interdependent relationship with each other, right? This applies to romantic relationships and to the community as a whole because independent means that you have isolated yourself because you stand alone and you can't be alone and a part of a unit or a tribe simultaneously. On the other hand, dependent indicates that you offer little to no value and now you become like a perpetual burden to your relationship or your tribe because you're unable to pour back in what you're taking out. Whereas interdependent is really the balance that we need to seek because that that indicates that there are times where you can't and the other person will or can. And then there are times where you 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 can and the other person may need your assistance. And understanding that there's a balance in that where you're constantly you know, you're drinking, which you're pouring back into that well all at the same time. And I think that that independent mindset and the dependent mindset are the extremes that most of us live on. And we and we 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 kind of miss the sweet spot, which is that interdependent relationship. Mm. Teach. Uh, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Wow. And to uh, Empress K. Um, I don't I don't know if that was a question over here on IG, but uh, my premise is that in times uh, it's it's so necessary. Um, Our situation can absolutely be fixed. However, in fixing our situation, uh, I'm I'm just a believer in that. Like in times of war, like your sacrifices have to be made. There are certain things now. There are certain things that we can't fix. We're not going to fix the Al Sharptons and the bootlickers and sellouts and all of that. I'm not talking about that. But but our relationships um, for purposes of survival, for purposes of being able to go into uh, a new earth, so to speak. Um, we have, you know, when we, when we have them, I think if we have the mindset that we have no choice, but to fix it, then we start to fix it. And I think that we, that, that mindset is important. Like we have no choice. Um, you know, it's like, it's like for, for men and women with children, you have no choice for those that really love and care and respect those children and want to give them the most fruitful life that they can, you, uh, you, you will sacrifice, you will sacrifice a meal. You will sacrifice eating yourself to feed your children. Why? Because you don't have a choice. You, you have, they, you have to do this because this is the next generation. And so we don't have a choice, but to fix it. It's mandatory that we fix it. So uh, with that said, um, I want to get to D, and then we got Jamar Milton in the building. Jamar, we want to get you up. Uh, thank you for being in my room, brother. Uh, we're going to get to D first, and then Jamar, you'll be up. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Peace again to the room. So <clears throat> what I was going to say is that, uh, you know, we got to realize also that these are coming from people that are that are unconscious altogether, you know what I'm saying, in terms of their self-awareness and uh their ability to see beyond their immediate circumstances. And I think mm-hmm. that's, a, that's, that's a big key when it comes to, uh, to becoming conscious is understanding the context in which you understand things. And it's all, it's, it's always, uh, 
you know, based off of my personal experience and what, you know, what I've been through and like those traumas that Tareem was, was speaking on and uh, stuff like that. Um, I don't want to see, uh, I don't want to see the fact that, you know, this only exists within the experiences that I've created for myself. Mm. And that's like, that's like when somebody, uh, I remember somebody uh, in the room a while back kept making mention of, you know, how certain men are a certain kind of way in terms of being disrespectful in different rooms on clubhouse. And she's like, well, I was in a room where somebody was doing this and this and da da da. And my thought about that, and, and, and as this is indicative to, you know, the, the real world and moving around, you know, socially, you know, you, you literally are going to experience things based off of the circumstances that you put yourself in. Mm. You know, when you choose to sit among this environment and within, you know, a certain uh, level of consciousness, people operate at a certain frequency, then those are going to be the only things that you see. Um, mm. And you're only going to be able to uh, refer to that as your experience. And that's your only point of reference when it comes to how you perceive everything around you. So that's what I see. That's what I see happening in these situations. It's like anybody who's been through a traumatic situation or a rough relationship or, you know, a rough childhood or whatever the case is. Um, it comes to a certain point before you're healed that you're. uh I guess initially, you know, what's happening is that because this is your experience, you know, you have mm -hmm. certain uh, certain triggers, certain, uh, you know, certain, uh, uh, what do you call it, like spontaneous reactions based off of, you know, how you dealt with those situations. But then when you become conscious and you become self-aware, you start to sort those things out in your mind and you realize that this is my experience and there's a world that exists outside of this, you know, that I have to open myself up to even beyond even beyond certain ideologies and paradigms that people tend to uh, struggle breaking away from but I just I just wanted to add that to the conversation that you know these are coming from people who you know are clearly unconscious in their own um, in their own existence you know what I'm saying in their own understanding of the world around them so now you make it you you make an excellent point D and I think that that's that's uh, one, of, one of the key if not most important points you know, because we vibrate on frequencies, we vibrate in different frequencies. And as a matter of fact, you will like, like, as even as of like, even as of late with myself, like I, I already know when somebody's not in the same frequency as I'm or and I'm not in the same frequency as theirs. You like you not only feel it, but the communication is, is skewed. The things don't they, they're, they're not they're not going the, the like normal communication will and it's because you're you're both in two different frequencies and so you really do attract to you you really do attract to you that which you have in you you really do attract that which you which you want and so if you're in a low vibrational state um to attract high vibrational beings you know it, it, it's it you know if you're, you're going to have a rough time doing that. First of all, what spaces are you going to? What 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 uh, 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 spaces within your own portals, within your own chakras are you creating to draw that? What internal work are you doing? Because it all comes back to you. Everybody, everybody has their own video. And each person that draws in, it can either be long term or short term. This can be for life or it can be for a season. But it's for a reason. All of it. 
Everybody within my video right now is there for a reason. Everybody that's in your video right now, D, is there for a reason. And there's a lesson to be learned from that. And so you, I, I think that we really have to be, and I, I like the way that you termed it, they're unconscious. Because obviously they haven't, they haven't done the work to even know that you can draw this type of man or you can draw this type of woman to you. You know that, right? But if you're already in the frequency, and that's why I did the short for the for the people that are on my IG page, that's why I did that short video basically saying, um, you know, their frequency, what they're putting out, they're going to be lonely women because what they're putting out is basically already killing anything that could potentially that could potentially come and be good for them because they're already putting thought travels at 24 billion miles per second. So they're already putting the negative energy out there. And so they're only going to get back what they're talking about. When the sister says, well, where is these niggas at? Where are these men at? Like, I'm not, you know, she's already putting it out there that they don't exist. And so therefore she will never find that. Because she's putting it out there. And, 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 and it really, it really works. It really works in that capacity, whatever you're putting out. That's what, and you're going to draw to you. Also, you're going to draw to you that which you need to work on because we are mirrors to one another. So when you look at a person and they're drawn to you, this person comes into your existence, comes into your 360 circumference. What are they there for? What in you are you both mirroring in one another? This is spiritual work of a higher of a higher level that a lot of people, if you're just looking at it with, with physical eyes, you'll never see it. You don't understand the toxicity that you might go through. You don't understand why you and this person are constantly bickering with one another and arguing. You don't understand why this don't feel right because there's something within you. Forget the person. The person is just there to project so that you can see what's in you. That's part of the shadow work. But if you don't even recognize it, if you don't even have knowledge yourself, if you haven't tapped into who you really are, you'll keep going through the life cycle of drawing people to you and, and you'll keep getting the same lesson. It'll be different people. Because that's how the spiritual realm is going to work. They're going to keep t sending, sending, sending so that you finally get it. And so it'll be different people that come into your video and then you'll start, you'll have the re same reoccurring themes and what you come to find out with most people, most people. And I just went through this recently with somebody, most people, everything else will be, everything will be somebody else's fault. They will never take the blame for anything. It will always be the other person's fault. Well, he did this. Ah, she did that. Ah, yeah, this person did this. And when I when I hear that in a person, I automatically know I got to get away from you. Because you're doing, you've done, first of all, I know you've done no shadow work, period. You're not doing any internal work, period. Because if you've had all of these problems, if you've had all of these problems, you don't think for one minute that you might be one of the fucking key, denom key denominators in this? It can't be. It's everybody's fault. That's a clear sign that 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 they haven't done the work. Jamar, Milton, peace, God. It's good. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Shalom. Yum Hotep. Grand rising to everybody on the feed. Yes. Hey, man. I always, I always love a uh, conversation about... Uh, vibration and frequency man it's just uh it's so very real and, and prevalent uh in my life you know 
knowing that the whole world is held together by a vibration, you know. Um, everything that we know, everything that we see, it's like it's like a song. All different vibrations moving in tandem with one another in this system. And when we deal with high vibrations versus low vibrations, we gotta always remember it's like it's like a speaker, you know, like you like the speaker is gonna have a tweeter on it, and it's gonna have a, a woofer, and you have to separate those energies because if you have both those energies on the same speaker, you'll blow the speaker. Hmm. So that's why they have what we call crossovers, right? Because you want to make sure that that these energies, you know, they they can't be destroyed. Like they only change form. So when they're in the same presence, they're gonna clash. Like it's like against the laws of physics. You know, they can't occupy the same space at the same time. They're real. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, and, and that translates over, you know, as above, so below. Now you're dealing with positive versus negative electrons, you know, versus protons. Um, you know what I'm saying? And that balances the neutrons. So, like, this thing translates to everything in life, not just people that you rock with and people you don't rock with. It translates to science as well. Like, these are laws of the universe that they can't occupy that space because they're going to clash. It's going to be a crazy, crazy reaction. Now, there's sometimes where... You know, when you're opposites and you can make these things attract, they naturally just do that. You know, that, and that's the funny thing about about the system is that they attract one another, but they can't stay together. And that's what keeps us moving around in this in this universe. You know, just that back and forth vibration. You know, that's how you know you're alive. You know, so, you know, we have to embrace both ends of the spectrum, I think. Um, I think it's because it also helps people to challenge and make sure that we're always challenging and we're not just moving in one direction blindly. You got to have that opposition. And that's what helps us to really figure out what, what our standard is. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to ask you this question because I just wanted to pick your brain. Um, I just like the way you think. But because um, somebody had posed this to me, and we was laughing and joking about it. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that um, when a black man uh, has a baby with a white woman, that that baby is a black a black baby? Do I believe that baby's a black baby? Yeah. Because people say if you have one drop of black blood in you, then you're black, right? Some people say that. So I want to know, like, what are your views on that? <laughs> um, I, I, I think that, um, I think according to the societal construct that we live in, that that's a black baby. According to the societal construct. Um, I think that the seed of, I think that the seed of the black man is more potent than the, than that of the white woman or even the white man for that matter. But particularly if he's sleeping with a white woman, um, but we can't, we can't deny the fact that there are going to be certain traits characteristics and DNA that is passed not only from that black man, but from that white woman as well. And so as far as societal construct, that baby would be considered black Uh, from the European standpoint, that baby would be considered black. Um, I have cut in me because of rape. Um, So I consider myself Aboriginal indigenous. Um, I mean, 
Right. So, so, so what my what my man had brought to the attention to the, to to the plate was, so wouldn't the answer be the black man's penis? Mm. Hmm. I mean, I look at ancient Kemet, and they were making monuments of the black man's penis. Yeah. And I kind of feel like scientifically, you mm. could eradicate them simply by having sex with their women. Straight like that. Hold up. It's a hard Let thing to grasp, that. but it's the truth. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. You know. Jamar. You know, Jamar. Hey. I had a brother. Um, we were, we were, brother was good friends. Uh, he was actually from Florida mm. and, uh, he tried to convince me of this back in, <laughs> he tried to convince <laughs> me of this back in 2002. And he was just like, we could, we could literally wipe them out just by, just by, I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm not going for it, Jabbar, but, cause but they, yeah, that's he, the thing. Had cause this, they had this talk back in 2002, <laughs> like, yeah, we can annihilate them just by, and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not going for that. But um, <laughs> uh, I know. can I, nah. can I offer some input in there real quick? Yeah, can please. I um, make it, make it, I see it. the point you're making, Jamar. See, I definitely see the point you're making. And I, let me say this definitively. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. But mm-hmm. prioritizing is important here right. because if I were single, I wouldn't have time to focus on sex and Becky when our sisters need us and I'm not available to assist them. I like that. Right. So mm-hmm. now if you're talking about warfare where the king has his queen and that's a melanated queen with him. But on a warfare sp- perspective, he's using the enemy like concubines. Then right. that's something different, right? Right? Because the queen is in her rightful place, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of work to do with our queens first before we can even consider that that strategy. And and that's what I mean by priority uh, prioritizing, right? right? Because we can't put the cart before the horse, right? So we got so much work to be done at home, you know what I mean, first, before we we can can get to even entertaining that level of warfare. Yeah, me and my partner stuck, man. man, (laughs) What have you? Go go ahead, brother. Go go ahead. Yeah, I was saying, me and my partner, we was, you know, we was cracking up on a lighter note because we we were stuck. It was like, yo, we need to answer. But Dwayne broke it down real good. I like the way... You look at that, it's about prioritizing more than anything. Like, it's not that it's not an effective strategy, but we did, yeah, like you said, they make a lot of sense. Or that's a good way to fight. We need, like, we, I like to be solution based, so I'll be needing ammo, you know, when people, because people, when they ask you questions, you got to come with it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's one of those questions that had me stumped for a minute. And, um, you know, I think that's a great response that Dwayne had gave. Thank you. All right, um, real quick, I'm about to I'm about to say why I think that's an extremely ineffective method, and I think it's extremely dangerous. I think the premise is extremely dangerous, and it's and it has to do with spirit, and it has to do with who we really are as melanated people, and who are what our women represent as melanated women. That is an ass backwards sentiment in my mind, and I don't I mean that with all due respect, whoever might disagree, <clears throat> and this is why. 
the black woman, the melanated woman is the seed. I'm sorry, is the soil. Uh, is it's like that primordial soil and is the mother of all things. It came first. It's dark matter. It's the end all be all, the beginning and the end, the triple black darkness of the universe. Now, having gave birth to everything, we all know about the Eve gene. We all know about, you know, um, j- just genetically how the rest of the human race, quote unquote, became what it is today. Um, whether you want to look at it from an anthropological perspective or just biologically having delineated down to certain races. But the bottom line is that in terms of potency of and saturation of, of, of melanin and the God particle, white women are at the bottom of that totem pole. And if you pay attention to, for one, okay, I'll say it like this. If as a black man, if I understand my position as a black man, it's literally to protect and provide for the divine feminine, the divine feminine being the original mother. And brother, like, you know, we, we, we're all tapped into these esoteric sciences. Like, we all know what that means. You know what I'm saying? So the way I look at it is that even to, even to present that as a premise to say that to breed with them means to eliminate them, that's, that's backwards as hell. Because what it's doing is diluting our melanated gene pool. It's diluting our, our spiritual essence. And it's separating us from the great mother. It's separating us from, from the... the the uh, uh, what do you call it? The the mitochondrial lineage of our people. You know what I'm saying? And we can't go backwards like that. Like, what is it to say that the black woman is the first being on this planet? You know what I'm saying? If there if there is a god to be personified, it has to be personified as a black woman. So what does that mean? If gods are born through the black womb, then what's born? Where, where the devil's born from? How dare we insert a god seed into, into fucking uh, 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 what do you call it? It's like it's like instead of planting your seed in rich black soil, you sticking it in some fucking desert sand. Like there's there's no there's no real nutrients in there. There's no spiritual essence in that womb. So I can't rock with that shit, man. I've seen Rastafarian niggas out here, black as fuck, long big big locks. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with little white girls. Like, that's that's wild. That's, that is a backward sentiment. And think about the social implications of even making that a visible thing out here in the public. We God body, we, we dark-skinned black men, and we out here with a white girl on our arm talking about, yeah, we doing this for our people. Cause we, hell nah, man. <laughs> I would never. I would never. And, 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 and when I see it, that, that's treason, man. Yo, D, let me, let, me, let me ask you a question, right? Um... Where do you think white people came from? What's your uh, take on Brother, it? Brother, <clears throat> I'm going to start by saying that all non-African people have the Neanderthal gene. No African people have the Neanderthal gene. That means, literally, that we are a separate species as African people or indigenous aboriginal people, however you want to term it. That's the first thing. Second thing is the origin of white people um, traces back obviously to the Caucasus Mountains and the caves and all that type of stuff. So whether you want to say that they were genetically grafted by Yakub and, you know, broken down to a certain um, kind of degenerated down to what they are, 
or whether they uh, initiated from, you know, monkeys who were separated during the Ice Age and, you know what I'm saying, came out in a delineated state because they were in the caves for so long, so they devolved to who they are. There's several different theories, but the bottom line is that they're not the essence of nature. They're detached. They're detached from nature, and they know that, and which is the, the reason for... Now, Francis Cress Wilson broke down how the, the white man's fear of genetic annihilation is the reason for racism and white supremacy. You know, she literally says that the white man created the gun to replicate the black penis, the barrel of the gun being the penis and the, 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 the uh, bullets or the barrel. I mean, the, uh, the clip being the testicles. So it's the white man's gun because they can't compete with us genetically. So that their, their reason for racism is to protect the white womb from being what they considered poisoned by the black seed. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's what all that shit was about. But, that's but where do you where do you logic. think they that, where do you think they logic. came from? Like that's I, their logic that comes from their fear of genetic annihilation. Because yes, of course, we would dilute their gene pool. But you think that doesn't work both ways? The, the question the question that I, I want if we continue, my brother, the question ahead. I want you to answer is where did they come from? Like where exactly did white people come from? What is your response to that? Where did they come from? They came. They came from. They came from uh, hell, as far as I'm concerned. They came from <laughs> down in, in the fucking bowels. Of, they came from the bowels of hell, bro. That's 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 the best answer I can give you. They don't come from spirit. They don't come from from where we come from. That's all I need to know. That's all I need. I think I think the I think the theory is that I think I think I know where you're going, Jamar. I think that the, the, there is a theory that um, that that all life comes from from the black woman so that because we as aboriginal people are able to produce all uh um all beings, that's right that's right track. so so that they the, the the theory is that they come from us however however um it's a theory it's a theory even if, and, and even that theory, if that's the case that theory is based they, they, on, go on. Hold, hold up Black, Black Lava Spice you, you just coming on the stage hold up give me just a sec let me finish this thought <laughs> yeah um, and I'm gonna give of, you I'm gonna give you my theory of, part, of what part I've, uh, of, studied yeah part of part of it is because of the um uh what is I see I lost my thought when you um part of it is because of the um what are they called the um the real white babies um um Albano Albino, yeah. Albino. Part, of, part of the reason, part of the reason that theory is, is because of the albino. However, we you have to, we can't eliminate, as D was talking about, the Neanderthal, and there is genetic DNA structure that is different. We have different genetic DNA structure from Europeans and Asians. But go ahead, Jamar. Yeah, so in, in in my studies, this is this is where I've ended up dealing with white folks and figuring out where the hell they came from because the alien shit don't fly with me and beings flying from outer space and all the spooky shit. I'm not a religious person. I deal with, you know, ancient artifacts. And from what I found dealing with ancient maps and things of that nature, there's a there's a map, it's called the Gerardo Mercado map. Um, I think everybody should try to find it. Um, uh, 
that's one of the maps. But then there's another one that you really need to get that shows Jerusalem in the center. I can't remember the name of it. I'll find it and then I'll put it in my story or something. But um, and it shows the albinos in the Caucasus Mountains in the caves. And the reason why you can identify them is because many of the albinos that were uh, born in Africa in these tribes, you know, they had rickets and they had all sorts of diseases attached to them. So just imagine, you know, your tribe has a baby and it's albino. Everybody's black except for this baby. They would banish these babies up into, you know, exile them pretty much out of the village. Sometimes mothers would leave and go with them and they would be up in the mountains. Uh, they couldn't be in the sunlight because it would burn them. You know, they didn't have the melanin. So they lived thousands and thousands of years, some say 10 to hundreds of thousands of years, and even uh, prior to the Ice Age. Uh, they ended up going up into these mountains and literally just digging out uh, underground cities. You can still see them to this day. And, you know, they're procreating with one another. They're not burying their dead properly. All sorts of things. They're having sex with animals. This is, this is how you get the rhesus monkey uh, gene introduced, all these type of things, because they're living in the cold, savage conditions. And this lines up with ancient Kemet letting these beings back in, the Slavics. You know, I, I had the glyphs of them coming back in and they have bow and arrows, bow and, arrows and spears and they're bringing in gazelles and the animals that they used to kill because they weren't eating what we were eating. They were just eating all animals and flesh, eating each other, all of that. It's cannibalism. And we let them back in. And ultimately, we taught them how to move, you know, put the boards in their back because they was crouched down. This is where you get the Yaku story. They took this from actual, you know, real life shit but you know they put the boards in their backs to help them stand up and they taught them how to wash themselves and you know civilize them essentially um we knew who they were and that's why we brought them back in because essentially they were family at one point we knew who they were and they knew who we were they knew where we were because they had been there before you know so i think that uh when i when i look at it from from this standpoint, knowing accurate history of, of what went down, you know, I believe that they definitely came from us. Um, we can't say that we're the first human beings on the planet and not know where the hell they came from. They had to have come from us if we were the first ones here. And But the only difference between us is the common uh, ancestor, uh, two common ancestors, actually, and one that they don't talk about, uh, not just the Neanderthal, but the Denisovan. And that's what separates us. Um, there's, a, there's a genetic code that cuts off... Uh, certain parts of your DNA that that allow you to have those different features the way that they came out you know um, the we wouldn't be able to procreate with them if they weren't the same species it's not that they're a different species they have a genetic code that was cut off from them and it was a recessive gene and uh, I'm sorry it was a dominant gene that was cut off from them by the, having that uh, procreation with the Denisovan and the Neanderthal mixed in so essentially you know, it would appear to us like as if they're a different species, but we wouldn't be able to procreate with them if we, if they were. So when you look at, like when you look at an alligator, you can't procreate that with a, a giraffe it's because it's a different species, you know. So understanding Homo erectus and the difference between Homo erectus and Homo sapiens sapien and the time frames that they came in is key and, and to understanding what happened to them and why they are the way they are. Now, we can talk souls and esoteric stuff, but, you know, you have to be able to mathematically calculate that somehow, some way in order for it to be a constant and us for us to be able to reverse engineer this, you know. So that's my stance on it. Well, Jamar, I'm still, I, no, go ahead, D. I, I, the one, one thing I, I want to ask is, is uh, oh, go ahead, D, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I apologize, cut you off, guy. No, you good, uh, you good. Um, 
I so everything that you said, brother Jamar, I'm actually very privy of, very aware of. Um, but when you when you talk about the albinos being casted out, and that, this is kind of what I was alluding to earlier when I said anthropologically how you know they may have been segregated off into the northern hemisphere, stuck in a frozen environment, you know, established themselves underground came back out, what have you, after having spent thousands upon tens of thousands of years living in a degenerate environment where they were, like you said, sleeping with animals, engaging in incest, living a barbaric lifestyle for how long? Up, up, upwards of tens of thousands of years. Yeah. Now, that, to me, is enough to say, I don't care that they were African albinos prior to that. That, that separates them from humanity. All of that behavior, tens of thousands of years of that type of behavior. And then it wasn't until they came in contact with the Moors that they started to establish some sort of civilization among themselves where they can wipe their own ass. How in the world in a couple thousand years is it time to start procreating with them for the betterment of our people? Like that's dangerous rhetoric. I'm just saying, brother. Like I see, you got a platform. It was more of a rhetorical that's, that's, question. I wanted to see what Yoruba was going to respond with it. Me and my partner was, me and my partner was, you know, we was laughing about it. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I when you when you leave your mind open to thought, it, it allows you to be able to see what pieces of the puzzle that you have that that fit. And a lot of it in the story uh, fits with my with ancient Kemetic spirituality. Only because that phallus, that male phallus, we had deities. His name was Min, that was dedicated to the male phallus. It was such a, a strong representation of the black male and what it has the ability to do. Um, so, in in when you look at it in irony, you know, uh, it's comical that if the only way to eradicate them is to actually utilize our penises to do so. So that shit is crazy. But the fact that it's actually scientifically proven that that baby is black, you know, it's like, holy shit. It's like when you look at a man, it's the same concept with a man and he's able to produce millions and millions of sperm. And they say a man is only supposed to have one woman. Make that make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like a woman can only have a baby twice in a year, but a man produces millions and millions of sperm per ejaculation. Like that's just wild to me. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at the ancient Africans and they had multiple wives, it explains why they understood the laws of science and the laws of nature. And the laws of the land have to obey the laws of nature. That's why you can you, you can annul a marriage if you haven't had sex, because sex is actually marriage in nature. Once they have sex with each other and they, and they breed, that's that's they're married you know what i'm saying so in nature you know it reflects even in the law and that's why you can you know annul marriage so it's like i when i deal with truth truth has to align in all areas it has to align mathematically socially spiritually because the truth don't don't change you know according to circumstance or perspective so i, I look at it from that standpoint i don't put any emotion into it or you know what i'm saying like i i fought with these fucking crackers so much like I, I can't put no emotion to it because it, it requires too much life force energy i would rather just try and find truth as much as i can you know and just keep digging that's why you know i ask questions because urema's mind is is is, is very militant I, and i love it so you know i like to pick his brain a bit and see you know his, his mindset on it one one thing though jamar that, I, that i'm thinking about so 
Uh, I think, and and the reason, so social construct, um, what we're what what we see a lot of, um, and it's both on it's both. Uh, so so two things. One, um, the black woman having the child from a white man. I'm not sure if the same holds true from the white woman having the child from a black man, but doesn't that it, black it woman have to take a shot? It doesn't. It, it's not the same when the the black woman has a white man baby because he's planting the seed. So right, many right. of the scriptures talk about, you know, it's about the father and the DNA that he passes down that dictates what that child is. Okay. So so then the next the next issue then is and, and thanks for that clarification. So then the next thing is cycle of life um black man has a child with a white woman child grows up we say the child is black yes scientifically we say the child is black that black child has child with white woman that child grows up that black child has child with white woman right is this are these children not getting lighter at some point yeah they they will definitely get lighter to the point where you see like the way the Arabs look, that's essentially what that is. That's a lot of that. You know, that Arab look is more of a lot of that mixture. They had a lot of uh, Neanderthal variant within their DNA, you know, as well. That's why they're so hairy. You know what I'm saying? The more hairier you are, the more you can really dictate your your DNA. And not just hair on your head. I'm talking like hair on your body, on your back, shit like that. Those are, those are one of the indicators. And then also the non-ether curl, the obvious is the non-ether curl. So you can see the how it was, you know, dissolved, the blood, the blood. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Bolanile says uh, biracial does not equal black. Um, I'm, I, I, the term, the term of biracial is. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily jive with that term. I just, I think yeah, because uh, race doesn't even really exist, right? Hold on, I... <laughs> yeah. Um, black lava spice. You, you itching to get in? So go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> peace, with Yurima. Peace, peace, and everyone on the panel. Peace, queen. Um, I was going to say that even though, um, yes, we know that black is more dominant, that just means that obviously it's dominant. It doesn't automatically mean um, that um, the child is black. You understand? Obviously, we know, you understand? We, we, we know that we are, we have where we have the stronger, the, the stronger essence. So it doesn't, for me, I don't see how it means that automatically you can, like, say the, and say that um, that the mixed-race child is ultimately black and then kind of take away from the fact that it has a Neanderthal genes. And also that concept of the one-step drop drill is was given to us by the same Neanderthals. And it's only because they know that obviously we're dominant. You understand what I'm saying to you? So this concept of oh to go go back at them is to obviously um procreate procreate with them. Yes, we yeah, it would because obviously we we're aware that their their birth rates are low, but at the same time that's the whole reason why we have places like um what is it I think in Mexico and thing, it's dil- for us it's really like dilution of um dilution of the black race you understand it's like erasure it's a dilution of the black race and it's also adhering to that idea of 
what they're currently doing is um, the mixed, the mixed, I was going to say mixed race or biracial, um, being the more acceptable black um, class of black. So for me, I don't, I don't understand how I, I, I don't agree with that termination. I agree with D. I think it's just a direct dilution, and we can see it's happening every day. Like the more you people are procreating with the the crackers it's like deplete even though we have the dominant gene it's like depleting you understand and it's depleting us our um our gene pool and also what it actually the representation of what it means to be black so i don't agree with that i think that you can't like even i don't think for me i don't even agree with it scientifically i think they just use that as like a like a like a, like a scapegoat it comes from them that the one drop rule was given to you by them you understand it was given to you by them it's not something that um i don't think is actually scientifically um proven and if it is it's going to be through some type of pseudo kind of science i think they just are they which we are aware that um we 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 have a dominant gene and then also the Albino, albinos i don't view them as um white because they still have phenotypically they have black features so even though from the albino standpoint i've heard this a lot of times where people say that um uh, albino are seen as as white or thing but for me they're not it just means that they have lack of pigmentation but they have the phenotypical genetics of a black person just obviously they have pigmentation problems so even for when you come from that standpoint i don't understand i don't really agree with us a hair a and using the eurocentric kind of standards to deem who is black and i think that is proven to be very proper problematic when like your room said when you like take Drake for instance. Drake is mixed race. Some people will classify him as black. He had a kid with a white woman, and we see what his son looks like. So now that child is going to be able to identify as black. To me, because there's already there's already there's already been a dilution within within a dilution. So I think we need to be careful of the fact that we are actually allowing the like ourselves to be basing. Um, um, who's black according to the standards especially when obviously I feel like the one drop rule was used for um, that reason for to like for, for confusion and to obviously um, yeah to obviously for dilution so I think I think that's problematic I, I don't I don't agree with that at all I think they are what they are which is mixed heritage whatever mixed race biracial however you want to put it Hey, Black Lava, okay. are you okay. are you familiar with the Punnett Square? Uh, I'm, I'm aware, but if you could um, explain, um, go, go into DL for me. All right. Um, if you RTR right now, if everybody RTRs, I have the Punnett Square. This is the scientific method. Uh, I learned this in like the eighth grade, and it teaches you how... Um, how genes, how the genetics work of a dominant and a recessive gene. So the big green gene would be our DNA, the black dominant DNA. The little green gene is white person's DNA. 
So if you cross-reference the grid, you'll see that that big G in that first box on the left, when it has and procreates with a little G that's on top, it creates a big G that's dominant. And then if you look over in another one, it creates it that's dominant every single time. When you look down at the little G on the left-hand side, when it procreates with a little G, it never creates a dominant G. So they don't have the ability to reverse engineer anytime that G is present. This is the logic that they use to uh, tell us what scientifically happens when a black person procreates with a white person. So when you look at this, you know, this is what we, what we would be challenging. So I think solution based, we need to come up with something scientifically to challenge it. And, and dismantle it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would I would say if you add two big G's to that, if you add, if you make that two big G's, which means one dominant gene and a dominant gene that's both um, compiled of two two dominant G's, then that would what that would do is eliminate one of those bottom double G's. And for, actually, not only that, not only that, but in this in this Punnett Square example, uh, if you were to take okay now now that this Punnett Square is happening, if everybody's looking at it, the you have two now now you have two uh, two squares that are a big G and a little G. The two bottom squares are two little Gs. So now those out of those four, think about the probability of what that's going to create in the next Punnett Square. If you were to take each of those two big G little Gs. Both of those break down to another square that has two little g squares in it. So that's diluting it even further. If you were to continue along this pattern, you would be diluting the big g's. Am I wrong? Nope. And that's already happening. Can I tap in real quick? Well, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I follow. I'm not sure. I followed you. Like, can you? Can you? Um, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to hear what you were saying uh, on that. I mean. I, I don't know. I think I missed a step. I don't, I don't mind elaborate. I don't, I don't mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Mind, um, elaborate. Just keep, just go okay. in for a um, second. Okay, so this, got you, got you. So what I'm trying to say is this: to the left of the Punnett square, you got a big G, little G. Mm-hmm. On the top, you got two little Gs, right? Out of those, out of that scenario, a, a one one side being big G, little G, the other side being little G, little G. Out of that scenario, you got four boxes, half of which are only little Gs. Right. Right. So that just eliminates that just that just breaks it down. So now out of that four, you've got one one big G. Better yet. Let me say this. If you take the left two and create it, you know what? It just clicked. It just clicked. I got you. I got you. Did it? It just clicked. You got me. Because, yeah, because that's going to continue to dilute it down to where it's going to stay big G. You're only going to have one big G, little G. Yeah, so it's going to be big G, little G. That's right. With all little G's. It's creating, See, it's creating so a neutral race. So this, what this is starting out with is to the left, the big G, little G is the neutral race to start out with. That's and then fact. the little G, little G is two recessive, two recessive genes. So That's there's no, nowhere, nowhere in this Punnett square represents two dominant genes being two black. That's parents. a fact. This doesn't represent black love on this, on this. Cause of two, square. this yeah. represents a mulatto and a white. That's person. a fact. That's a fact. Thank you. So yo, real quick. Can I chime in, y'all? Just conscious. Uh, real, real, sure. real quick, conscious. Hold, hold up, just one second, um, because I, I just want to make a point. Um, and this is this is a question back at you, Javar. 
Yeah. I'm just thinking about this. So are is everybody in the is everybody on the panel familiar with Hannibal? Hannibal Lecter? Yeah. Yes. No, not Hannibal no, Lecter. Nah. <laughs> <The> real <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> real Hannibal. The real Hannibal. Literally. I got so, you. I got so, you. More cartridge. So, Jamar, you you and I, and, and there's a few of us in here that that's that's from New York. <clears throat> you have the Italian, and then you have the Sicilian. Is the Sicilian black? Because the Sicilian is darker, and that's Hannibal's work. Right. Right. They won't go. You asking the you asking the room? I, I would say I would say no. I've I've heard people say that. I've heard people say that. And. Um, Okay, you know, I think that was the 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 mixed. I think that was the mulatto of that time of that epoch. You know, I think that uh, as time goes on, it it reset. I think it got even more diluted and more, I should say, more diverse uh, than even that. You know, I, I think there's been a lot more crossbreeding. So there's just so many different species. I mean, even if we did a breakdown, you know, I've done several DNA tests and DNA tests, and you know. My 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 chemical makeup is just is is bonkers. I know what I'm primarily, but it has a lot of everything in it. You know when you break it down, and um, mm. you know I know it's accurate. It, it, it's what helped me to find my, my my dad, who I hadn't seen in 25 years. It helped me find si- uh, sisters that I didn't even know I had, and um, mm. you know it's it's very very accurate, even down to what I eat and how I respond, what I shouldn't eat. You know so. You know, I took the risk years ago when everybody was scared of it. I went and did it. And, you know, I did two opposing companies. Both of those companies came up with the same results. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I think that a lot of us, I like that as well. I was still able to use that information, you know, to get my citizenship back into Ghana and things of that nature because of what I'm primarily as. But, you know, mm-hmm. essentially, I know everything that I have in me. I could have claimed Egypt or Ghana, you know, either or because on my father's side was ancient Kemetic, my other side was ancient, you know, um, Ghana, you know, in the Gold Coast, Nigerian, and, and all, all the bloodline was going 250,000 years. So, mm-hmm. when you when you look at the, the the gene pool and how how it works out, you know, I understand perfectly what's, what's happening here, and I think, um, I think Brother D uh, brought some real clarity um, on their system and, and, and broke it down very, very well. And, um, you know, I think we can we can really grow from here in understanding uh, the importance of the black family, you know, of having a, a somebody that, that looks like you and just preserving that that bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Because this is how they have it set up. This is right here. What I just gave you all is the commercialized version of, of science of how they see uh, the black blood, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, we can dismantle this. So. I think it's awesome. Go ahead, Conscious. Conscious. Yeah, peace to everybody in the room. Um, there's two things that this this that this like this conversation brought to my mind. It's like on one hand, you know, we as black people we talk about, you know, abortion and you know, killing our babies. But then again, we could procreate with white people. So that's not saying that that's what we want or that's what um, 
that's what we're saying in this in this conversation here. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is I see that in a lot in media and I see that a lot in you know, in the in the society we live in where, you know, we can talk about like, you know, you see Serena, she's changing her complexion, <laughs> she's marrying a white man. We ha- we're having these white children, you know, that's cool. But on the other end, we're telling black women to be independent and abort your babies with black men and you know, it's it's just a weird dynamic. That's one thing. I don't know if anybody's like can see that as well or if that's just me. No, that that's a fact. <laughs> that's just that's promoted on television heavy. What what do yeah. you think the statistics are for that? Like how what's the percentage of mixed race couples right now? Can anybody look that up and let us know? Man, that shit I know it's crazy. Like I know they promote that heavy on T V. I don't know. No, they they're they're deeming that the new black race. So yeah. that's why that this is why there's an agenda to push that on the T V. So obviously where it is it, getting to the point where it's it's got it must be higher numbers because this is the ideal acceptable black class of black, like I said. And then also sorry, conscious need to understand, like you said, the Arabs and stuff, when they were doing genocide, genocide was just not just to kill, physically kill, it was by genetics. So that's what they were doing. They were intermixing to the point they kind of diluted until where you get the Arabs and, and, and Puerto Ricans and Spanish people looking at a certain way, even some of the Asians, even some... Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So you need to understand that even, um, it, it serves a big it serves a bigger pur- purpose. So like I said, we need to understand that we need to be preser- that um, preserving um, our black DNA because... This is one of the reasons why um, things have happened the way it is because, like I said, these were the tactics that we used to dilute us. And and for me, I think it's dangerous because um, that is the way they're trying to go. It's a part of the agenda. That, like I said, it's the acceptable class of black. And this whole uh, boxing everyone in black and then we're forgetting that even though, yes, we are to have done are mixed race people that have dominant neanderthal genes in them too and then when you start breaking down diluting diluting we're going to have a lot of children that don't look or have any phenotypical kind of traits of black now being able to attach themselves to black but the difference for us is that we don't get to choose when we want to be black we're just black black by default you understand what i'm saying so it's like black it goes back to the thing of black being a a a, a trend or something that people can pick up and put uh, put down and then it's like it it, it it screws the reality of what black is and then you have people trying to justify or question you understand what i'm saying to you because um the black race per se i know people don't like that word it's not just about the men in their school it's the it's the phenotypical uh, phenotypes okay okay black lava spice i have to cut in here because because what what we can't do is we can't over exaggerate and i'm not saying that you're doing that because you're not but when we talk numbers because i want to stay on code here i want to stay on topic we know what racism is if we don't People shouldn't even be in my room if they don't know what the fuck is going on as far as us out here being slaughtered. But the fact of the matter is, is that when we look at numbers, 7% of black women date date outside the race and 3% of black men. Or no, vice versa. It's 7% of black men, 3% of black women. There's not enough white people. So I'm saying this to say, mm. let's not skew this. Because the media will paint something bigger than what it is. If white That's people right. are only win one fifth of the fucking planet, 
That's right. Can't be that many fucking black people dating outside of their race. The problem is not the people. Let the let the seven percent of them Negro peons who want to be with white women, and let the seven percent of them of them bedwinches who want to be with white men. Let them do that. The problem is the black community and our relationship amongst one another. That's, that's right. the bigger. That's the bigger problem. Facts. They're one fifth of the planet. They're right. one fifth of the planet, and in the U.S. The U.S. is one-sixth of the planet. Mm -hmm. This is one-sixth of planet Earth right here. So if white people are one-fifth of the planet, including Europe, including all places on the planet where Europeans exist, they're one-fifth of the planet. If the United States snakes is one-sixth of the world planet, there ain't that many black people dating outside their race. Like, we just got to keep it real. But but the media will paint a picture. The media will paint a picture and blow some shit out of proportion that makes it look like, oh, there's this whole there's this whole interracial thing going on. Right. No, the majority of black people are still dating and marrying other black people. The problem is the majority of those marriages will end in divorce for black women. That's the problem. The problem is that the majority of those dating uh, 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 occasions will end up toxic. And then we want to get on social media and talk about each other like dogs. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. we got a lot of healing work to do. Yeah. yeah. And, um, not, to, not to interject again or to, it's just to finish my point from before. And like I said, like, um, okay, so they, they do that. Like they tell us to abort our kids. But what I'm saying is that they tell us to abort our kids while they're promoting us to date interracially. Not saying that that's what's actually happening, but that's what they're that's what's being promoted to the young, the youth, and you know all that LGBT shit and all that. But that's another story. Um, and then again to the um, like I say, I have a um, we were talking about vibration earlier, Jamal. When you came in, you said you love hearing about vibration and all of that and mm -hmm. frequency and so. And I follow you, by the way. I met you and Yurima out on, you know, in, 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 um, in Hempstead that day, you know. Oh, the wake-up call, yeah, yeah. The wake-up call, yeah. Um, but um, I'll be talking about um, soul and spirit, right? And I think that we come from soul. We come from the sun. We come from that connection to all things that's natural and that's that's nature. We come from that frequency vibration. That's why we can dance. That's why we can move. That's why we can sing. That's why we are so poetic, now, my from my opinion, I don't got facts. I don't got. It's just like what's in my DNA, what my body tells me, what my frequency, what moves me tells me is that every time we interject with these beings, these other beings, they get a little bit of us. So, so there's one point where these other beings, they couldn't dance, they couldn't walk upright, they couldn't do, they 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 couldn't tap into that natural essence they can't stay in the sun they can't do these things that us natural beings can do so every time we you know we rub skin and we you know we rub skin the next seed could dance a little bit <laughs> the next generation could 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 morph or move more like how we operate so now they can stay in the sun longer they can they can be more natural because they're getting that little G that 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 one big G that they got now. Yeah. They can now they can they can hold their breath underwater longer because now they're adapting to the um the environment that they once were not or never a part of. 
Right. So we're we're giving them the the um like for example, we see how nature's heating up. We see how the planet is 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 you know some the, the planet is is purging itself. It's trying to eradicate something. Mm-hmm. We could we could withstand all the heat. We could stay in the kitchen. We could stay in mama's kitchen. Who can't? Who can't stay in mama's kitchen? And there was a reason that. So I think that it's all propaganda to make us feel like, oh yeah, interbreeding, or you know, you know, we could eliminate them that way. Nah, we can eliminate them by making more of us. That's that's how you know. You know, um, what 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 what's the saying? What's the baby kid saying? We don't die, we multiply. We multiply. They're dying, so all we got to do is continue multiplying, and we eradicate them. We'll push them off the off the off the Richter scale, just like how them Spanish people just making baby. We got to continue doing that. We got to continue making big families, like how we once had big families. We don't do that no more. We're promoting a whole, you know, independent woman, independent man. I don't need you. You don't need. And we fighting. We got Kevin Samuels leading men down the road. Don't want you know. What I'm saying all kind of craziness. But long story short is. Oh, the the real uh, the yeah the black phallus is the weapon of mass destruction, and all we gotta do is 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 you know point that missile to a black woman and start creating more black children. Just like I seen your post on you with your queen. Yes, you have a beautiful fucking queen, man. Create more, create more you and me. I mean her, like create more of of, of the of the gods us. That's what we gotta do, and that's how we eliminate the you know we create more minds like this. And and that's how we eliminate the um the 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 whole that whole you know that walkie shit that 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 weirdo shit. But you know, peace to everybody in the room. Much love, and I'm and I'm yielding the floor. Peace, peace. Hey, let me just jump in here. It's it's I I, I want to jump in because I gotta admit when I'm wrong. See, I got convicted after I spoke the first time, and what I said was an error, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to concede to D's point, right? The ancestors will touch my spirit. There's three levels of understanding, the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. And when I responded the first time, that was from a mental standpoint. And, and the vibration, the, 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 the higher frequencies kicked in. And I realized that my words are powerful. And I don't want those words to rest on anybody else. I do not agree with that. And I got to take that back. Yeah. I got to take back what I said. I got to take that all the way back. That was an error. Right. And my spirit spoke. And I understood that what we have is royalty as black men. And under no circumstances should we cast our pearls amongst the swine. We shouldn't devalue or we shouldn't we shouldn't dilute that God essence, and then it, yeah, once yeah. I received it in the spirit, then it fixed my mental, and I started realizing how the devil been using this as a tool to create uh, 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 friction in the world, right? Because when you now create that mixed child, the child has dual allegiances. Right, and those dual allegiances mm-hmm. can work against us now. And they've done this many times. Everywhere they go, they create a uh, mulatto class, and then the mulatto class looks towards 
what they perceive as the more powerful of the parents to pledge allegiance to. And in a world of white supremacy, they pledge allegiance to white people, which creates enemies for us. And what I said before was, yes, as long as we take care of the queens, we have a harem of them. And I take that all the way back. That was an error. That's not logical. That's not that that doesn't make sense from any level. Right. Not even the spiritual level. And this is this is what I understood afterwards in my stillness. It it, it does not make any sense. And I agree with what conscious just said, because that lines up with the message that I, I received was the best way. To go ahead and eliminate them is to just stop interacting with them and, and on that level. Stop giving them the God essence. Right? Because as you can see, like, like Conscious said, the earth is heating up. Right? What causes heat? Higher vibration, friction. When molecules vibrate faster, they heat up. So right now the vibration on the planet is rising and it's heating up. And it and, and what does the body do when it recognizes an invading force, right? It heats up because at a certain temperature, at a certain temperature, when you catch a fever, that's the body heating up because it knows that the germs and the viruses will die at a certain temperature. So the virus on the planet Earth right now is in danger because the Earth, Mother Earth, Got a fever, and and Bill Gates trying to block out the sun so she don't keep that fever. Correct. So so I just had to put that out there because I couldn't let those words sit. I I I I, I believe in being humble enough to acknowledge in the moment that I recognize it where I was wrong, and and it takes nothing away from me. Actually, it adds to me because I got a better understanding now. And I will not respond to that question again in that way because my understanding has improved. That's all I got to say. Hey, I, wanna, hey, I, yeah, I, I just want to thank you for I that, wanna, brother. And, oh. I just I, I want to add. Sorry about that, D. I want to add. Um, thank you all for the conversation. This is awesome, Jamar. Thank you for 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 presenting because um, I, I was actually going down a whole different a whole different path. But I think this is needed. Uh, uh, I think it's needed because it is it is also allowing people to know you all and the history that you know and the brilliant minds that are on this stage right now. I just wanted to say that. Go ahead, D. This is awesome. Yeah, it is. This is this is a dope conversation, man. I just want to um, I want to tell both Wealth and Brother Jamar. You know, I appreciate y'all. Um, you know, developing and and. You know, I, I, I appreciate the reasoning altogether. You know what I'm saying, and and uh, you know, well, I appreciate you being able to, to uh, you know, kind of concede and you know see the air in what you said as well. Um, uh, Jamar, I, I think I see where you was coming from, kind of, kind of like a just to spark the conversation. You know what I'm saying? So like, I hear you. You know what I mean? And and, and you know, I, I hope I hope that you know my energy wasn't wasn't uh, mis uh, misinterpreted. You know what I'm saying? But. Bottom that, line is that um, that's what I was trying to, you know, what I'm saying, trying to do like, because there's, you know, we can expand our minds and open our minds and go as far as we want in this universe, and as long as we all adults, we can go out there, you know, mess around and come right back. You never know what you might find, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might find it over there, you know. So we got to be able to reach. So um, 
I, I loved it. It was a great conversation. I, I love it. I respect you, that. Anyway, you know I respect that. I just, as long as it's able to come around full circle and yeah, and, and what's real, and, yeah, full circle and what's real comes out, and that becomes the moral of the story. Man, I'm, I'm all right with that. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to say that. But I, I really did also want to um, hit on kind of what we was doing, where we was going in the beginning, Yarima, when we was talking about the whole submission conversation and all that, because. Um, I, I know I had a couple good points, and I'm, I'm sure you know sisters might have jumped up here to, to to hit a couple good points on that. So not even to kind of you know try to steer the boat or nothing like that, but however y'all want to do it, I just want to say that if we want to revert back to that conversation at any point, <laughs> I think we could do that. Um, and shout yeah. out, shout out to I don't want to miss it, Black Lava Spice. Shout out to Black Lava Spice because she also offered great points, and I appreciate your input. Um, nice, I'm quite. No, and I think that you did. I don't. I don't even blame you for what you said. I think you, because at, at first I thought um, brother Jamal was beat, but then I realized what you're trying to do, and I just think brother, um, well, you just spoke out of turn. You got it. It's not. It's nothing. You, you, you just spoke out of turn. It, it's not something. Yeah. So you got it. It's all good. But I like it because it's thought, it's very thought thought provoking, and it gets you to more than like your understanding of what's really going on. So yeah, I appreciate all of you. Yeah, so this is what kind of, uh, this is what, uh, for the family that might have gotten on late, this is, uh, I'll play both clips and then we can go there. This is what kind of sparked uh, the dialogue that you just, that you just heard. We started here, so. Oh, fucking being. You know, you need to, you would not, don't, I, I would not submit to your ass. You gotta get, I'm not doing anything. I love say like submission, like please, please show me the nigga that's ever so worthy. Like, where, where are these men at? Like, because I'm just seeing so much of my sisters like having these problems. Like, I got a hundred girls yeah, in my when class. they're with us, we always in our masculine. But when they get with other races of women, they can be those women ain't got to do nothing but be women. Mm. Like they got something to prove to them, so they go extra hard for them. They so used to black women doing so much and being so amazing that when they get with us, they expect it, so they kind of slack. But then they get with other races of women. They get with a white girl, Spanish girl. She ain't got to do nothing but be a woman. And so we had that, and then we had <clears throat> um, there's that word submission. Some women's favorite words: submission and control. Mm. Then we have the these these guys. Michelangelo. Okay. Nice to meet you. How are you? I've been out with black women or approached black women and before they even knew me, they said, How many kids you got? How many baby mamas you got? Dating outside my race, I haven't had no issues like that at all. Okay, and you are? I'm Coro. 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 I've been practicing absence for three years, three years with no sex. I'm looking for someone that can respect my views on this, someone that can love me for me. And you are both. Both. Yeah, I don't date black women now because of past experiences. They like to place that strong personality on you, and, and sometimes you just kind of, just like you know, stand a woman's place. So, so there. Um, I do want to, and I started out because I, I think that uh, both groups are kind of using excuses. Um, I think the first group is using uh, feminist talking points. Um, quite frankly, uh, but trying to present themselves as conscious uh, sisters. Um, and I think the second group, the, the, the guys are, are, are 
basically using any excuse they can to date outside the race um, or to date outside of our particular uh, group. Uh, and and the, the reason I say that is because, you know, you whenever I hear people say that, well, you know, black women are this, black women are that, you know, well, you haven't dated all black women. Um, nine times out of 10, um, you know, you're taking a few a few experiences that may have been bad. You're taking a few experiences that you might have brought some bullshit to it, too. But, you know, you're 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 pointing the finger where you have three pointing back at you. But you're taking that those few experiences and using that's the catalyst for your excuse to say, ah, I'm going to date. I want to date outside my race. Basically, what you're saying is that you want to date a weaker woman. I, quite frankly, Fair. we just got to call it what it is. Um, and so then so I, I just look at it. I just kind of take it from there i do want to get these key and uh bolanile in because they didn't get a chance to speak on when we were just going over this so key um go ahead and then we'll go back around peace can y'all hear me peace yes yeah so i uh i kind of wanted to tie all of that in because it's like we talk about uh if we go ancestral if we've been honest how many of us have been to a barbecue or a family reunion and seeing, you know, a cracker, like, who the fuck is this? You know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's your cousin. And you're like, no, that ain't my cousin. But the whole time, it's your cousin from, you know, the generation that got, the generation uh, uh, that comes from, you know, slavery and those times who got raped and pillaged. You know? And we see that side and we're not familiar with it. But our, you know, the elders, the elders in our family are like, oh, yeah, they're all casual with it. Yeah, that's our, that's your, that's your cousin from Wooty Woot. And we like, it doesn't make sense to us, right? But I bring, I'm saying that to say, you guys were talking about energy. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard, they say all our ancestors are not our ancestors. See, we were raped and pillaged. So if we're talking about energy, we have these demonic spirits trying to, you know, keep us in this generational cycle of curses as well when it comes to these white folks. Because they rape and pillage us. And then the conversations you guys were having about you know, basically, uh, I guess purifying the race. Or I, I feel like that's the eugenic talk. Cause remember, they had that talk. Uh, somebody, if somebody in the chat knows, please tell me. But I forgot what they said. It takes two to three generations to wipe us out. It was something of that nature. So it, it's, it's like they they already know. They study us. You know, they, we know a med- medical apartheid, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, sex. We we they study us. They they have a fetish with us. Especially the women, you know, they have books about that too. But it's it's just I, I say all that to say when it comes to submission, I feel like it goes back to that psychology because we don't we don't we don't account for that a lot. The psychology of all of this that goes on, they still keep this up. Eugenics is still alive. It's just modernized now. You know what I'm saying? So they're still, you know, pushing the 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 interracial couples on the TVs. They pushing it on your kids and on Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. They're still doing this knowing, well, if we get that child to grow up and feel like white supremacy is actually supremacy, then they can go get them a, a white, you know, dude or a white woman and bam, we got them again. We, we delete their tree. So I, I feel like uh, the answer, I, I feel like it was it was Jamar, right, that asked that question. I feel like the, the, the counter to that would be as you guys said, to just keep producing within us because we are the dominant gene. We always been that, you know, 
they came back to they came back to rape and pillage us after they broke off after you know ice age or glacial period or whatever you may want to call it the you know the asiatics and the, and, the, and the nomads the aryans the europoids you know they all broke off and came back to get to come to us to rape and pillage us because they were all jealous of us so i feel like we are the you know we are the dominant one and we are the ones that they will continue to go to you know because because we we own everything we built this we built everything we still they still can't figure out how we built pyramids and how we still have artifacts we have artifacts underwater you know that our ancestors built that's still staying and they still can't figure it out like how how is it still here you know what i'm saying like we you know the land of atlantis however far you want to go we can go spiritual however you want to go it's like we're, we're here in all aspects and they know this they study us more than we study us which is crazy you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I think I just wanted to bring everything all together that you guys were talking about because y'all all brought up valid points. Like, it, it does go spiritual. Like, we have spiritual energies that come from those times where we were raped and pillaged that want to keep us stuck in generational curses. This is why we have, every time we get uh, uh, somebody that gets some money, we we think, you know, we and they always do it. They, they, they push somebody on, in front of us and they talk the good talk for a little while they, they talk something like oh I, I mess with him and then next thing you know boom white baby white wife you know it, it, it's just they they continue to do this they know what they're doing we don't seem to understand what they're doing and i think we need to really take account take a, take into account the eugenics that's going on because it hasn't stopped they're still doing it they did the planned parenthood they're still doing that you know they still they still push it for abortion to the point where where they don't have to do it anymore. That's what they say. Do it to the point where we don't have to do it anymore. They'll kill themselves off. So now our women are saying, like, you can't tell us what to do with our body when it's us simply saying, no, we're not telling you what to do with, our, with your body. We're telling you we need to keep producing. Stop having babies with dudes that you don't see fit. This comes with sexual discipline, which goes back to again the uh, uh, the the rape and the pillaging. Buck breaking and this and that and the third, you know, uh, uh, subduing men in front of their kids and their and their wives to prove a point. We're supreme. You you're nothing. You're not dominant. We are, you know, raping raping the women in front of their kids and their husbands. You know, it, it all for fun and thrill. And then that led to, you know, us participating in it. the coons, of course, not us, but you know, the the ones who went against us for a little bit of that white supremacy. And then they found out it, it wasn't all that all it's cut up to be. But I'm saying psychological. They psychologically, you know, put war on us. And I, I feel like we don't account for that enough. We we need to, you know, really study that a little bit more because this is how they're really getting to us. Because they they can, you know, we know they can play with vibrations. We know they keep coming up with these military grade weapons to keep messing with the frequencies. We know they're trying to block out the sun in Asia and Bill Gates trying to block out the sun. You know, we heard about Nibiru. We know about all it. We know about the chemtrails. We know about all this. We we they they know. They know. We we like to pretend like we don't understand it. Oh, y'all the conspiracy theory, this, that, and the third. It's, I think that's the really the divide is we don't want to know our history. A lot of us just don't want to accept it. A lot of like a lot of people are Eurocentrized and others are just scared of the truth, honestly. A lot of people can't see us as gods and goddesses. That that's crazy to them. What do you mean, gods and goddesses? Like, it's like, yeah, we were that. Do you not know the teachers of ancient commit? You know, they like, they like we said, they study us. Where do you think Freemasonry comes from? It comes from masonry. They get, they literally get it from us. They flipped it. They, they know, they know our true power, but they use it against us. And I think that's where we 
need to really be fighting that. That's where that's that's where the war at is for me, psychologically, because they're using our own weapons against us. And you know that's that's all I got to say. Thanks, thanks for that, Key. Uh, Bola Neely, we want to get to you, but one quick question, and I want you to think about Key, <clears throat> along with the the rest of the room, and you might you you might be surprised that I would say this, Yurima Karama, or that I would pose this question, but I have to. What's wrong with eugenics? You know, I don't need, I don't answer that right now. I want to get to Bola Neely. It's her turn to talk, but I want that question posed to the room. What's wrong with eugenics? What's wrong with a scientist and a mathematician getting together, whether it be in marriage or to produce a child from that union that could potentially be brilliant? What's wrong with that? That sounds like, because to me, that sounds like a group of people who have put their or, or, or a couple of people that have put their head together and come up with a plan. But I could be wrong. Uh, Bola Neely, go ahead. Thank you, brother. Um, I first want to start by saying I 100 percent support the theory that black women should submit to black men. Uh, and then I, I wanted to comment on the video clip that you posted about the uh, women for women that were talking about the subject. And I wanted to bring it to your attention that that was just a snippet out of a very long uh, discussion or video. I actually saw the full length video mm-hmm. and uh, whoever created that clip created it in order to deceive or manipulate the whole conversation. And that there were also actually two brothers that joined the conversation at one point and mm-hmm. what they're what they're the, what they were trying to get across the message they were trying to get get across was that um women should not or black women should not submit to toxic males or an unqualified male is what they were trying to say in that specific point throughout the entire video clip they actually mentioned that you know women should submit to a man who lives in his masculine a conscious man and they did speak a lot about the black nucleus family and that black women need black men and such so i watched the entire video it was on the um one the girl that was at the top she actually has it on her page so i watched the entire video because i i saw that going around for a bit instead of just reacting i watched the entire thing so i just wanted to mention that um and then also um the conversation about uh, mixing or you said that there's not two races I know there's politically incorrect uh, terminology even the word black I don't really like the word black but just for the sake of what we're saying uh, the discussion um, it's I, I totally agree in terms of it being problematic because of the white um, supremacist uh, system that we live in and that those offspring of the children they are automatically consider black although they have a choice and some of them choose not to identify as being black for example um megan markle you know she does not consider herself black she considers herself mixed race or biracial whatever terminology she uses but they have this ability to basically choose whatever they want to be you know and someone who is raised by two black parents they don't have that same choice so you know it's it's i don't consider them the same and then there was a discussion earlier about albinos and albino people 
they're they're they are they create black children so mm-hmm. theirs is more of a pigmentation it's similar to people who have uh black people who have vitiligo i can't really pronounce it wrong, but they're the same thing it's more of like a skin condition but they are still african you know or black um so I was just mentioning um, the point in terms of those offering offspring of, you know, white and black couples, how basically they're also used against us in a sense, because they're meant to replace us. So they're, they're not our allies or they're not like, you know, people want to group them in being black, but they're not, we're not the same. And, and yes, because of slavery, there are people who have, you know, they have descendants of whites or have whites inside of their bloodline. But I don't consider that the same because that was forced onto them. And that that whiteness would have been um, diluted over time, over time, or over the years. So um, I definitely agree that black women, black men definitely need each other. And black women do and should submit to black men, a conscious black man. Appreciate that. Sister, uh, but I will. Just, just a minute. I will say that that although, um, and I, I I got that video clip uh, from someone else, but as a black man, <clears throat> in that little clip that we watched, there are black women, a multitude of black women that think like that. Yeah. That there was no longer clip for them. I meet those black women every day, and they ain't got submission in them they don't have us in them <laughs> like like it's all going to be their way or they're not even going to be in the relationship with you and that's just how it is and so so maybe that clip was a little bit longer but the mentality of some black women in that short clip it was spot on i agree i agree with you and and there are women who do have that sort of mentality mentality where they do feel they shouldn't submit or they are more masculine than feminine and maybe that's because of society or I don't want to make any excuse for them but um or maybe it's the feminist movement whatever but yeah that they're they're misguided and a lot of them like you said they end up creating broken homes and the children are also impacted by that same um environment and mentality as well so yeah from a greater sense you're right like that those who think in that way is incorrect. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Wealth. Wealth, oh, um, you were up. Sorry. All right. Um, peace, family. Uh, Yurima, um, just to address the question that you asked, which was a great question, what's wrong with eugenics, right? Um, I think the, the first point I would make is, is in the application, right? Um, one of the things that our, our enemies has done is taken our sciences and strip them of the spiritual aspect, right? So we actually practiced eugenics in our past with prearranged marriages, marriages that were that's, suggested by the parents but qualified. That's where I was going. That's where I was, going, the, well, that's where I was going. But go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> that's where oh, I was going. Man, when the yeah. When, when the frequencies align, but yeah, you know, it was, it was the, these, these, these matches were suggested by the parents, but they were qualified by the council of elders in the village. And there was definitely a spiritual consideration in that process. What, what the enemy considers eugenics today, they've stripped that spiritual element out of there and it has become strictly, uh, about the physical and the mental, right? 
And whenever you take the spiritual out of, out of a process, it, 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 it lends to demonic stuff, right? It, it, to, to, to destructive stuff, right? Um, you, some may argue that that's how they were created by stripping the spiritual essence out of them. You know what I mean? So, so I, I, I believe that eugenics was a, a, a science practice, uh, and in our, in our past, and it could, it, it does serve a purpose, but there, you can't strip the, the spiritual consideration out of it. They would tell you that two parties weren't spiritually a match. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, we can't forget that part. So it does serve a purpose, but it's in the application. Definitely. Gotcha. Gotcha. Go ahead. Do you want to add? Well, no, I was just agreeing with the brother. Well, <clears throat> I think that was a good point. He just, okay. Yes. I wanted to, um, I wanted to say something real quick. Um, in regards to, um, what the queen said, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Bonlanile. Bonlanile. Bon, Bonlanile. Um, you had mentioned, uh, th- that you seen the whole video clip. Um, I seen part parts of it on Instagram. Um, and it's a good thing that, uh, they did mention some type of submission towards, um, the black men that weren't toxic. But what I didn't like about the video was that was the energy that they were actually like how they were speaking about the black man. Like, it's just the energy and the spirit that they were in, regardless whether or not they wouldn't want to submit to those kind of men. It's just that we don't have to talk about it in that type of way, you know, because that can still breed other women that are like that to feed off the energy like that, you know? Um, so I think that we, we still have to be careful with even how we talk about, um, the men that, that we do feel are toxic or aren't worthy of us or just, you know, aren't in a good place to, to be with us or whatever. Like we don't have to still talk about them, uh, in that type of manner. And, you know, a lot of women try to control men, you know, and I feel like that's like one of the the major issues of why things are going on the way that they are within our relationships because it's like sometimes I be seeing women walking around with their man like just looking controlled and it's like that doesn't you know that just like I don't want no weak man like why would you want like let a man be a man you know like like be a friend you know like try not to It's hard for us. Life is hard for them too. Mm. You know, and we have to be more understanding. You know, as women, like way more understanding. Like we're we're, we're being way too like aggressive. Like women shouldn't even be talking to men the way that they do. Like it's just to me, it's like embarrassing. Like ugh. Like why do you want to talk to your man that way? Like regardless of how you feel, you don't have to. You know, there's a way of you know how you can do things or get your point across without just being so blunt and just being so harsh all the time. We're supposed to be sweet, not hard and tough, you know? And it's just, it's just a shame that women really be trying to force men into like a box of not being like who they are naturally, 
you know, and like men don't like to be nagged. Men don't like to be talked to any other type of way either. And you wonder why you don't have a man. Mm. Like, and that's weak. Like, why do you want to walk around with your man weak? Like, that's, shoot, that can low-key create violence. Because other men is going to see that your man is weak. Mm. Like, that's not, that's not cute. That's not cool. <laughs> I wouldn't want nobody to see me walking around with, like, I'm controlling my man. Like, that doesn't even look good on a man. And you can see that. Mm. Like, so if you think that is, you know, oh, it's cool that you got your man all, like, right where you want him. Oh, he's not out there uh, in places where you don't know where he's at or, you know, you can't get in contact with him, whatever, whatever. Like, you got to let a man be a man. You can't try to control that. Like, and that's the thing. Like, we have to learn how to be friends first. And then you wonder why they way more cooler with they with they boys in the streets than they are with you. Cause you too busy trying to control them. Mm. But um, but yeah, that to me that's that's like one of the main issues with situations like that. Women just need to just learn how to accept men to be men and then just take it from there well I think I think too and also Corrine, leading love as well as you mentioned like you know leading more yes. because everybody is on their journey you know so there is a way that you can address a topic but you do it in a way that's more constructive as opposed to detrimental especially in open spaces well I think I think too I think, too, we have to get to the root of that. Why do, because we're seeing it more and more, why do women want to control, and not all, but why is that? We have to go to the root. That was that was instilled, that was instilled by slave owners. And it was instilled in the black, it was instilled in the black woman. You control this boy child or I will kill him. Exactly. That's the that's the mentality that the black woman has 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 had in protecting her son. That's why many will say this is my little man. That's why the 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 girl child in many households will go out and work before that boy child will. Because that black woman subliminally is trying to protect that boy child because it's been instilled, that's been ingrained. If you don't protect him, we will kill him. And they have shown examples of that. And so now when we fast forward from slave plantations to the present time, that's what we see. And so now black women get into relationships with black men. And here comes the control. Here comes or or their favorite word is you're trying to control me. Or no, I'm not submitting. Well, submission wasn't even part of the conversation. What are you talking about? I mean, who's trying to get you to submit to anything? Like, we're just talking. But these are preconditioned responses that have already been generated and programmed into the minds of many women. And and, and we have we have to go to the root because in order to do the healing, you have to know what you have to know where you're what you're healing from. This is these are conditioned responses. This is not these are not isolated incidents. This is something that has been programmed into the minds of the women in our community. And some have and many have gravitated to it. Some haven't. But many have gravitated to that. 
just as just as the feminist movement has been programmed into the minds, just as the LGBTQ uh, uh, rhetoric is now being programmed into the minds. Just I mean, there there's so much programming com- going on. But when we talk about generations of of slave plantations and the buck breaking of that of that male child. And then the white man putting himself in position, putting himself in position like I am the be all. If you need something, you get it from me. Your man can't do nothing. Even your man has to go through me. And if you do not, if you do not instill fear in that man, I will. And you know what I'll do to him. So therefore, the black woman has been programmed to, okay, the white man provides the assistance. Okay, if I have a problem in the community or if I have a problem in my house, call the white man, the police. Okay, if this goes on, if I, if I have to go for a job, white man. And that, re- that has been programmed into our people. And we can, we can try to pretend and many can even try to block it out. I tell a lot of people who've left that who've left that church. It, it it takes years for I know it takes years for you to block out that white Jesus. You close your eyes. If you were praying to that white Jesus for years and years, you close your eyes. You, you're going to have a hard time dismissing that. The subliminals are, are are big. The subliminals are huge, man. of the black church right now is black women. And they ain't calling on dreadlock Jesus. They calling on Jesus. And that Jesus in most cases is a goddamn blue-eyed, long-haired fucking cracker. Looks like a biker. Looks like he could be riding on a fucking Harley, man. But that's who they calling on for salvation. And then you come out of there and you expect them to, to respect a black man? How? How, Sway? How does that happen? How does that work? When her whole vision is white men. And this is this is this is the difference in the cut cloth. And and, 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 and we have to be honest about this. This is the fucking difference between an Asada Shakur, a Winnie Mandela, a Dr. Francis Cress Wellsing, a Sherazad Ali. This is the difference that separates those women from the rest. That's the difference. And there ain't too many cut from that cloth. They're just not. I'm out here. I, I live this. The fucking pickings is slim. And that's not to knock because black men got, we got our shit too running and fucking dribbling basketballs and throwing footballs and you ain't got your own fucking league because you used to working for that white man. You used to being on that plantation. You used to smiling for Charlie. You used to dancing and bojangling for Charlie. How can your fucking woman respect you, nigga? How, Sway? How can she respect you when she sees you bojangling for this cracker every day? She sees you smiling. And she knows what that cracker thinks of you. Because she knows what that cracker then instilled in her to fucking keep your black ass alive. So this is the fucking healing because this is, I, hey, 
Your pain runs deep. Share it with me. Your pain runs deep. Share it with me. That's part of the healing, but you got to recognize that you're in pain first. You got to recognize that once the goddamn Novocaine wears off, that there's pain up under that shit. So when we talk about the root of control, we, we have to go back to slave plantations. We have to go back to where that was instilled, where that lesson was taught. And we fucked up on both sides, both sides of the, of the spectrum we fucked up. But we can't heal until we admit that we fucked up. And anything can be fixed once we recognize that we ain't healed. Once we recognize the first note that we ain't healed, that we fucked up. The difference between the difference is the difference between there's there's a difference between the fucking addicts that's fucked up. There's a difference between them. You got one that goes through the court system and gets told they go to go to treatment. Then you got the other who uh, 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 commits themselves to treatment because they realize I'm fucked up. I'm on my last leg. This is it. I can't do this shit no more. I done lost family. I done lost friends. I done fucked off my whole life. Lost everything I got. I'm. I'm this is. I. I'm, I got to commit myself because I know I'm fucked up. We can't be. We can't be the motherfuckers going into the court system because that means we ain't even recognizing we fucked up yet. There should be no need, really, if you really think about it. Just a second, Well, There should be no need, if you really think about it, in 2021. If we wasn't fucked up, there would be no need to even be having this type of stream. Considering the condition that we're in as a people, there would be no need to even be having this stream. But we're having it. Why? Because we fucked up. Go ahead, Well. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you. I thought I thought you you had, you had stopped. Um, but um, yeah, I just want to say that everything you said just now is absolutely spot on. And this is the importance of doing the shadow work. Now I know when we say shadow work, a lot of people may not understand what that means. But think about it like this: you have an injury, and uh, let's say you got a deep wound, and you put a band aid on it. And then on top of that, if the wound keeps bleeding, so then you you cover it with a, 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 a cloth now, right? And then it bleeds through that. You put another cloth on it, but you 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 never you never um you never you never that wound never healed. So what ends up happening now is you get an infection under there, right? The only way to fix that wound is that now you must. Peel off all those layers that you put on top of that wound, and it's gonna hurt. And that's the part that stops a lot of people from doing the shadow work because you got to go into the pain to heal that wound. You can't run from it. A lot of people, this is what we do we run from it. And how do we run from it? It shows up like you touched on through, through addictions. So do it, and, and addictions can come in many forms. You know, don't just think hard drugs. Sex is an addiction. Going to the club is an addiction. Watching TV mindlessly is an addiction, mm. right? It's something to disconnect you from the pain that you're feeling because you do not want to face that pain. 
Right. And, and, and once you get to the point where you the pain, when, when the pain of remaining the same is greater than the fear of changing, you will move towards change, even if it means you got to go through the pain. Right. And I think Jerema encapsulated when he talked about the second addict who realized, yo, I'm, I'm feeling more pain by looking at the destruction that I've caused. There's more pain doing that than actually facing the pain that caused the wound in the first place. So let me face the pain that caused the wound. And and you got to peel off all those layers. And, and if, depending on how bad the infection is, you might have to scrape out some of that infected flesh, which is going to hurt. Mm. But once you do the work and you go through the hurt, now finally that wound can start to heal. And a lot of that is spiritual work. You got to go within as above, so below. You got to go within yourself and you got to be quiet in yourself so that you can hear where that pain is coming from. And then you got to go back to the events that caused that pain. And you're going to have to scratch out some of that infected thoughts and then this infected spirit that's in there. You have to scratch it out. It's going to hurt. But only when you take it out and you confront it and you take it out, then now that wound can start to heal and you'll be free of the pain altogether. Mm. See, it, it, it all goes together. You know what I mean? And, and that's why conversations like this is great because it is helping people out here to identify that process, to identify that pain, that need to control your your, your black man stems all the way back from slavery, like Yorema said, the buck breaking. And the pain is watching your black man be murdered and subjugated and treated like a boy by his oppressor. That's painful. So now you're in a state of dysfunction because you never went back to what caused you to start acting that. And it's hard because guess what? The enemy knows that they don't have to do it anymore because you're so far removed from the event that caused the pain that you don't even know how to connect the cause and the effect. Mm. So you get in the effect. And the shadow work allows you to go inside and and find out, locate the cause. And when you locate the cause, then you can start to heal. I just wanted to add that real quick. Mm. Yeah, thanks. And and I, I yeah, I'm showing this book on IG. The, the this is what I this is what I work from, the Shadow Hunter's Guide to Their Inner Galaxy. And you know, it's very it's got chapters. Um, and then you do work. It's journaling. There's some journaling in here. If you see, um, if you see in this book right here, it's a lot of journal pages back here at the back. Out of journal. This is your journey. This is all you. Yourself versus your shadow self. Um, are you repressing emotions? Um, are do you are you dealing with insecurities? Um, it, it, you know, th this is a deep exploration of who you are. And guess what? This is work that you should want to do. It's about you. It's not, it doesn't, it, it's not about me. It's not about Joe Blow down the block. This is about you exploring who you are. But until we actually start doing that individual healing and then getting together as a group. And that's one of the things that even with my nonprofit organization, I always stress the fact that one of the things when we get together is not just have strategic discussions, but even more important to me is, is the healing that we can do as a group. 
Like we've been in groups where we've cried. We've been in groups where we laugh, where we cried and laughed. Um, those things are important and it's therapeutic. And it allows you to know that, you know, that you're in a space with no judgment where your tribe is, this is your tribe and, and there's no judgment and you can, you can, you know, let your guard down because a lot of us are guarded. A lot of people are, you know, they don't want to let people into their inner sanctum. Um, but then you come to find out many people haven't even entered their own inter, inner sanctum. So um, they, they don't even know who they are and, and haven't even tapped into their full potential yet. Um, and that's what the shadow work is all about, allowing you to tap into your full potential, to tap into who you really are, which then you can tap into the powers that you really possess. Uh, but we have to do that as a group, man. We have to know where these things come from when we talk about submission, we talk about control, when we talk about uh, lack of responsibility, um, you know, they're, they're, it's, you know, all of those things, um, all of those things, we have to have that discussion. We have to know why people are feeling that way. Where did that come from? Where was that born from? You have to know the root of where something comes from. Then you then then you can you can deal with it. If you don't even know where it comes from, you might even be thinking this is your own thought. No, this was born from something else. You've been trained and now it's just subliminal. Now you're just doing it. It's the same thing with exploitation. Right now, black women exploit themselves every day of the fucking week. Black men exploit themselves every fucking day of the week and they don't need a white man to put a whip to their back and do it. They don't even need a white man in the picture to do it. They do it themselves. And white people still make money off of it. Regardless, they still make money off of it. They do it every day. You don't, nobody else has to do that. The Chinaman ain't doing it. The, the Arab man ain't doing it. We do it ourselves every day. We exploit ourselves. For what? For what purpose? And, 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 and not only do it, but think the shit's cool. But you don't think when they did it to Sarah Bartman, that it was cool. But when you do it to yourself, it's cool. It's, I mean, we have to know where this shit is born from. Anybody else want to add? Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll interject real quick about the uh, the whole idea of butt breaking and just, you know, the, the kind of source of um, the whole premise that, you know, we're better off being physically strong than like mentally smart as black men. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's this, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, um, with relationships as they exist now, uh, with the hyper masculinity of some of the women and, you know, the effeminization of some of the men, um, with that role reversal comes like an element of, uh, uh what am I trying to say? Um, it's a suppression of the voice of that masculinity of, of the black man to the sense that, you know, to kind of stand on certain principles, um, you know, if you really ten toes down about certain things, you know, if you don't allow certain energies into, into your space, if you don't, um, you know, to really stand on what you're about as a black man, that comes with a whole lot of backlash. You know what I'm saying? It comes with a whole lot of shunning and, you know, the, all, all of society looks down upon the black man who doesn't put his head down and who won't, you know, talk in that little high-pitched voice and end, his, end, his, end, end every statement like it's a question. You know what I mean? 
You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when you don't do that, people look at you. People look at you a certain type of way. And so, just in that energy alone, you know, it kind of speaks to the fact that just for generations upon generations, you know, that that masculinity has been suppressed to the point to where we only feel like we can be recognized when we water ourselves down. Um, Mm. recognize and appreciate it, you know what I'm saying, when we water ourselves down in terms of our masculinity and even compromising a lot of our principles, which also leads to, you know, um, just the misdirection of the black family in general because in a lot of ways, you know, our women do look to us, even even those of us, those are the women who might be unconscious and, and not as um, understanding um, as what we're talking about. It should be as an ideal. Um, you know, even some of those women are still looking towards black men. Obviously they they've been around the wrong type of black men. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not to go unrecognized that, you know, those women have been traumatized by the hands of black men. So in their eyes, you know, they're completely justified in their in their position. You know what I'm saying? But the point I'm making is that even those women are looking for some type of a a reason why they should respect the black men. For for that woman to be like, well where they at? Where they at? obviously she don't know where they at. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's probably a real question for her. She don't know where they at, but she's still asking the question. Like, where they at? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I say that to say that regardless of the type of woman we're talking about, you know what I'm saying, somewhere deep in there, you know, they understand the importance of being led in some in some type of way by a black man. Um, they may not have access to that type of black man. Or maybe, you know, they're not drawing that type of black man into their, into their uh, frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the bottom line is that like on a, on a spiritual level, um, that necessity is always there, and it can't be escaped. You know what I'm saying? And so, our charge as black men is to provide um, to provide that like unshakable foundation to say I don't care what society says about you know what it means to be a masculine black man or toxic masculinity or you know I, I don't care how much what I know is to be correct, is suppressed out here, you know, because to be righteous is, is really shunned upon, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and if you really live in, and you really, if you really live in life like that, then you're going to have all type of women coming to your sphere that, you know, might um, have a problem with the fact that you stand on your shit, you know what I'm saying, and, and it becomes an issue, it's like, you know, of course, you know, everybody steps into situations, you know, ideally by saying, you know, this is this is uh, these are the ideals upon which I choose to live or whatever, but it's a different reality when it comes down to really being held accountable for certain things and really, um, you know, backing the lifestyle that you claim that you want to live or that you deserve to be uh, aligned with. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I just say that to say um, righteous black men need a voice in the sense that, you know, women have to um, allow us the platform, you know what I'm saying, to be able to stand firm on certain principles and um, be willing to be held accountable on those same principles because those black men that y'all look for um, to be led by or to, to uh, who are worthy of submission, like we really do exist out here, but you know we do come with certain things that make it it might be hard to to be with us because. You know, me personally, it's like I feel like if this is what we know to be true, you know, if we know that homosexuality or the feminization of the black man is an agenda, then I can't be entertained 
by you watching some nigga twerk on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't I can't rock with, with you watching love and hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So if I say something about that, there shouldn't be no backlash. And so I just find that, you know, there's a lot even even in those type of minute nuances, you know, there's so many different things that, you know, we can stand on as black men understanding that these are detrimental to our communities and our families. But our black women are kinda you know, they're used to suppressing our voice when it comes down to holding them accountable for certain things. And that never gets heard, never gets respected and acknowledged um, as far as trying to redirect the energy in our communities. Yeah, you know, D, I, I, I went through I went through a situation. I went through a situation like that. And, and let me tell you, family, and, and I know, you know, on, on a personal level, because we talk. But, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, um, they're given the voice. Black women are given the voice and we're not. And I'm talking about the lost black women. I'm not talking about the conscious. I'm not talking about the, you, you know, the, the higher vibrational black women. I'm talking about the unconscious. And and that's a real deal, because what happens is, is, um, you know, you get in those situations and um, the woman says that this is what she wants. She she's she, just like that sister was. Well, where are they? You know, where are these black men that we should submit to? Well, then when the sister finds one and you talked about accountability and what happens is that we have with we come with standards, requirements and non-negotiables. There are standards, requirements and non-negotiables because 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 we are moving on a higher vibrational frequency. That's how we're living our lives and we are doing work. And so what you come to find out is that you, you this woman comes along and boom, she's on the party shit. Wait a minute. What? 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 Part, what party? Oh, it, you oh weaves and weaves and wigs. Wait, what? I, what? What you eating meat? I mean, but you say so now it becomes an issue. Well, wait a minute. You said that you you thought you must must have thought you knew who I was. You really don't know who I am because this is how I'm living. So then you come to, and then, then, then you see, then there's other shit that comes with it, like lies and deception and shit. Just simple, not even being able to tell simple truths. And then you start to think like, no, y'all's the ones that's not ready. You ain't ready. It ain't us. You're not ready. And that's why I say the pickings is slim, man. It's really slim. And it's probably slim on both sides. It's probably slim for the higher vibrational black women as well. Pickings is slim. Because you, you will find that people will say what they want, but they're not ready. D Floyd over here. Um, this is this is horrendous. D, you, if you want to come on, D, I think you uh, tried to get on earlier. D says, um, you used to believe that, but I don't know. My daughter should not got shot in the head, and I can't even get revenge. I seriously just want to kill myself. Fuck this world. Hey, brother, you can, you can reach out. You can talk to me. I'm here. Um, damn. I can only imagine. Um, hey, brother, um, to your point, brother, you know, good energy, and, you know, a uh, positive vibration to that brother because he definitely needs it, man. We should also wow. send, send that brother some energy, but yeah. I just wanted to say this. Uh, yes, yeah. I just wanted to say, man, um, you know, to the point that you were just making, 
you know, I feel like I don't want to lose my train of thought. I think that uh, what happens most of the time is that, you know, people who might, women who might exist on a lower vibration, um, and, and vice versa as well, men who might exist on a lower vibration, obviously, you know, those of us who are conscious on a certain level um, have a certain understanding of how we should move. Uh, we come in contact with those energies and we might, you know, for whatever reason, be trying to make it work to try to, you know, um, to some extent compromise our ideals for the sake of trying to, um, you know, either meet this person on their level or do that hard work of helping them with their work, with their shadow work or, you know, whatever they need to overcome mm-hmm. to get to where you are um, and how easily, basically, let me not speak on it from that angle. Um how how strong we have to be, how much stronger we have to be to continue to stand on our square, you know what I'm saying, in the presence of, the, of those lower energies, you know what I'm saying, and, and just to, to put ourselves in that position, or even or even for those lower vibrational people to to forge themselves into into that space selfishly, mm. knowing that they that, that they're not capable of, of vibrating on that same frequency. You know what I'm saying, and and so like like for real, like how selfish is that, is that to expect me to lower my vibration, or to expect me to wow. accept things that, right. that I can sit here and explain to you why? Like I can I can break down to you why certain things are unacceptable, and and, and you can and you can even understand me and agree with what I'm saying. So how could you expect me to lower my my vibration for the sake of enabling your comfort zone? You know what I'm saying, and and you know further delaying the inevitable of the understanding that, hey, we just not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's okay. Yeah. So, like, we realize need to, and I, this, I know this is an overused cliche term these days, but we have to, quote, unquote, normalize the idea of being able to part ways by saying, look, I don't know, I don't know if, we, if, we got, if we're on the same page about certain things that are foundational for me. You know what I'm saying? And, and that by itself should be enough for somebody to be like, you know what? Cool. You know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And so I, 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 I have 100% respect for people who can understand and, and be self-aware enough to know where they are, whether or not, whether or not, you know, um, the energy put forth into creating a union with someone, um, whether or not it's in vain. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to lose myself loving somebody. Mm. And, and that's a, and that's the thing that's being normalized nowadays is fully losing yourself for for the love of someone else. You understand? And most people that operate in love vibration, it, that's what they expect of you. They expect you to relinquish your 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 power to them through you overly assisting or and sometimes entertaining and enabling. Their, their behavior because initially that's what you're doing you understand and it becomes problematic when you're an empath or a healer because it's, it's like a double-edged sword and sometimes this is why boundaries are very much like important so mm. that's something i've had to learn as well because we, we get this notion where people don't understand their that we believe that they don't understand they're operating from a low vibration but they do Yes, and this is why you have women that will say where they're at, but they don't take they don't take accountability 
accountability for their their poor rating process, their poor um, P management, you understand, things like this, it comes from them um, being lost and having attachments to this feminist idea of um, even these women that are saying, oh, where they're at, they don't want a man, they want a boy. They want someone to control. You understand what I'm saying to you? And then they have this idea of, I, I'm going to come to you, you must take me who I am, but you must compromise yourself for me. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So this is why in these open spaces it's problematic because it's like, um, it's Teresa, there's an energy and frequency to everything and it doesn't, it's not, it's not sincere and it comes from, it is that feminist idea of the independent woman. You understand? They don't want a man to do nothing but the uh, sorry for being crossed to fuck on them and get them broken bands and materialistic things. It's not on the it's not on the basis of understanding what um the found the core foundation of the black family or even to build the family or even to um to build um a, a union. So this is why we have these women that have find they just see it as control and these same women that submission as control are the same ones that want you're cutting in and out uh, black lava spice but I yeah you were cutting in and out yeah so this is this is why yeah you cut out again Um, sorry can you hear me now yeah you're back on now yeah, it comes from a place of, of, of divisiveness and, and this um, hate man rhetoric. And even though that was a small, small um, part of the clip, there's a lot of women, I find it even here on Clubhouse, that have that mentality. You understand? That have that mentality of, um, I don't want to spit, I don't want to control, but they only want to have a man to control him with lack of accountability. So this is why these conversations are proper. And I feel like they put out these conversations for to draw to the low vibrational people like to um kind of reinforce that kind of ideal and agenda of you know separation and adhering to the nuances and and and, and, and feminism so for, I, I saw that um clip and i found it very problematic because it's it comes from a, a place of where even though we know there's certain things that men don't do, it's a lot of it, it's where a lot of women don't lack accountability for their choices that they make in the man. And we even like um, D said, even when they are presenting with a man, they don't like the man that's um, they want the fuck. You know what I'm They don't want the man that comes with all these morals and stuff because it goes against everything that's off today. You understand? Mm. So they don't want that. So they so it's not about them really wanting to have a man or even a relationship or even a foundation. It's just about them wanting to have control because that's what that that's exactly what feminism pushing for women to have control over men and that black men are less less than. And then obviously it plays into the role reversal. I appreciate that, uh, Black Lava Spice. I appreciate that. You just uh, basically told you 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 hit on you hit on uh, you hit on some 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 great points that I've that I've faced. Um, many great points. Like I, 
Shoot, I almost think you know the person because <laughs> you hit on it. So the, the, the level of accuracy is like, but you know, what's interesting is, is I, um, for the women in the room, and then I want you to go well, but for the women in the room, I've had women tell me that women are much more worse and deceptive than men could ever be and, and could ever fathom. Is that statement true? Facts. Yes. Facts. Yes. Facts. yes. Absolutely. I thank you for your honesty. You don't have to go in depth. I just I just got that. And I was just like, a sister told me that. And she was a young sister, too. She was like, oh, women are much worse, Urema. She said, y'all do dirt. But she said, y'all couldn't. She said, you couldn't fathom the, the dirt that we will come up with because we're yes. we're thinkers and we're conniving. And I'm like, damn. I said, I'm going to have to ask. I'm going to have to ask some other women. this. she said, trust me, if they're if they're real women and honest, they're going to agree. You know, um, I'm going to comment on that because I want to say this. This is something um, that I see in a lot of women, uh, most women. They tend to talk to multiple men at the same time. Mm. I mean, a lot of women. Like, I've never agreed with things like that because I feel like, you know, only because it's, you know, I've always been a daddy type of girl, you know, so when it comes to, you know, understanding men, I try to understand them to the, to the best of my ability. And just my, just by me understanding them, it just never made sense to really engage in multiple men because some men really are coming to women for comfort. You know what I'm saying? Just to have a friend, you know, somebody, somebody that can, where they can just be at ease, you know, don't have to worry about their problems. You know what I'm saying? And it's like some men, you know, they'll cling on to that, whether, however they, they feel about you, they still cling on to that. You know, I guess, you know, it, it's the nature of a man. So to engage in, with multiple men. Who's to say that they're not going to want to protect the, the female that they're talking to? So if you get yourself caught up, you know, now you got a situation between, you know, two men. And it's like, I, I don't, you know, I don't know why uh, women like think that it's okay to really like have options. Like, oh, just in case he don't want to wipe me up, I'm going to like, it's just, I don't know. I, I think that's, uh, I don't know. That, that always bothered me. Agreed. I hate them cake and eat. I'm not cake and eat it too mentality. I hate that shoot of passion. You can do you can you can do as you please, and you can have these, you know, these open um, availabilities and relationships with you know with whoever. But you gotta check me. Nah, son, it don't work like that, bro. You know, we're not attached to the hip. We're not born together. You gonna die? We not like that shit. I don't believe in that fantasy shit. I'm gonna give it a buck. I don't believe that. Um, you know. I believe we're all individuals. We all have choices. We all you, you can anybody can choose what they want to do. You know all of that. But that whole like I'm not saying that you know relationships aren't real and but that whole Cinderella, you know, love me and like I don't believe in that shit. I don't I don't think that's real love. I think real love is tough love. I think tough love is truth. I think truth is bitter. I don't think truth is sweet. So you know it's a lot of like fallacies that I that I just don't believe and and long story short is I, I think that a lot of the relationships um issues
issues that we go through is because we're 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 looking at this, we're looking or we're trying to portray this fantasy a, a, a fake fucking illusion that's not even real it's not it's not it doesn't even work that way um and and you know what we've been taught what we've, how we've been conditioned we believe you know, we think that it's going to work, but this shit don't work for us. It doesn't work for us. Just like, you know, how they brought feminism into the, the black community. That shit don't work. None of it works for us. And we fail to realize that. And and that's what, to me, that's what it boils down to. Like, uh, like I said, um, especially black women. Black women have bought into a Cinderella fantasy, uh, you know, the fairy tale life. And that in turn... You're striving for something that you can never attain because that story wasn't written for you and it's a story. You're not writing your own. You're not creating. We're not doing our own due diligence to, to create our own castle, to create our own everything, you know? And I think that that plays a lot into the struggles that we have as relate as, um, as you know, co you know, coexisting partners or, you know, you know, masculine and feminine. I think we definitely have to understand that you know it, it takes a village you know that whole that mind 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 mentality is is to me is a european mentality and once we read that mind 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 i i i this is you know that shit is that shit is destructive to us and we gotta understand that so you know I, like i said I, I tie it back all into um having my cake and eating it too and, and wanting to own things and, and take ownership of, of individuals and people. That shit that shit is a no go. And if any any relationship that that you know that I see that type of um movements in, I'm I'm staying far away from I don't care what we have together. I'm 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 moving far away from it. So, you know, and that that goes for anybody. It's just a, um and you know that's 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 you know, family, friends, any relationship. I don't, I don't deal with that. And you know, once you try to own me or own where we go and own like ownership or, or just that, that uh, possessive. Know, possessive. That's the word I was looking for. That possessive. Um, nah, I don't like that possessive control thing. Cause one thing I know, we can't control. We don't know what tomorrow is gonna bring. We can't control the the future. We can only control our our reactions and how we, you know react to certain things but other than that trying to control people trying to control the outcome of this then the third that shit don't work and once you could understand that that you um we, we you, you don't know you can't control certain things life becomes way more easier and way more manageable and all that anxiety shit is out the window because you understand you're not in control but you know a lot of the stuff like I, like i said we bring on because of it's a european mind it's a double consciousness so I'm gonna leave it there. And I'm gonna yield the floor because I can I, go on about this. For I, think, I think, I uh, think, I think to Tareen's point though, I think that uh, when you talk about the women that talk with uh, multiple men, I think that they should. However, um, I think that with them being able to do that, there has to be a level of trust and honesty. Like I need to, I need to know all the information so I can make an informed decision. If I'm one of the multiple men in that ring that you're talking to, I need to know that because I need to know, at least have the option to say, you know what, I want to eliminate myself from this ring or stay in it. 
And I think that that's the problem. It's not so much that they're talking to multiple men. It's the fact that they're keeping those multiple men in different spaces and not letting it be known. And so that becomes almost a system of deception. And, right, and, and right. that's the bigger problem is the issue of, of being honest. And, and, and what you come to find is that they, they don't want to reveal that. And so then it becomes an issue of, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, then why the fuck can't this be revealed? Because I need to, or the men need to have an option in that. And it's no different on the men's side, the men that talk to multiple women. You need to give those women the option to opt in or opt out. I need all the information so that I can make an informed decision because because what you're doing is now you're playing with my life. Because I don't know what position you got these other dudes in. I don't know what position they might think or feel about you. And so if you're in, if there's a level of deception or a level of dishonesty, and it is dishonesty, if you're not letting it be known, because people get killed behind that kind of shit. It's just, it's just a fact of life. Uh, Diamond D, I want to get you on to you. haven't spoke yet. Peace, Empress. The floor is yours. Peace. I was going to speak, but Black Lava summed everything up so eloquently. I don't even have anything else to say. Oh, okay. She was so on point with everything. Gotcha. I was going to say in terms of what uh, Tareen mentioned about, you know, the dating multiple people that, you know, men and women are quite different. And some of those women, I feel they can do it in a deceptive way or they could do it based on like insecurities because they might pour into a specific male and maybe it doesn't work out and they might feel like they've wasted time and just the whole pressure in terms of society and settling down. But, um, what you said, Karima, definitely um, made a lot of sense in terms of just having, um, being open and being honest. And that's really what the root of it is. But um, I feel like it's also really hard. Like if, if a woman is seeing multiple guys, it would not necessarily be in depth. It would be like more surface level because it's kind of hard. Like it's hard to be able to really spend time and really focus and go deep with the person. And you're doing that with so many other people. There's so much... To time you have in a day so um i think like yeah it, it's it's probably good to keep your options open but do it in an honest way uh, and also the book that you mentioned earlier can you um is there a link to it or can you uh, write it out or is there any way for us to access that book that you mentioned about the it's, um shadow work and traumas and stuff it's a uh, it's written by naz khalid it's published by Inner. <laughs> it's published by Energy, Inner with the G in uh, parentheses, uh, Healing Institute. Uh, but it's written by Naz Khalid, Naz N A Z, and then Khalid K H A L I D. Um, and there might be different versions. One of the versions is like two hundred and some bucks. So, but um. Hopefully that 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 that'll get you um, that'll get you um, at least started to where you to find it. And um, in terms of healing, like um, you know, there are a lot of women who do sort of strive towards healing. There's some women who they're just probably lost and they they're not really on their journey. But in terms of the men, do you think it's 
like who do you think is is more responsible to help facilitate that change or impact is it other like brotherhood or other males that's supposed to sort of help the men on their journey or do you think it's like the woman like the partner who is supposed to be able to help the man on his journey i think i think um I think both. It just is going to depend on on where that man is. Uh, if he's got a solid partner, uh, then um, absolutely, because that's going to be a, that that can be a strong foundation. They can actually work together. Uh, but I'm a big proponent of uh, men sharpen men like steel sharpen steel. So I think that that brotherhood is absolutely necessary because um, there's an accountability factor on both sides. Um, and if the work is not being done, it's on that brotherhood to hold, to hold one another accountable. This is how we strengthen and grow. Um, and this can also be this, this is the strength of the black woman. If he's in that relationship that she can hold him accountable as well. And, uh, but I, I, I think that with that, um, we have to be very, and, and I say the brotherhood is probably more prevalent because we have to be very careful. Um, it's important to know where a person is on their journey. It's absolutely important. It's imperative. And D, you kind of hit on it earlier, like with, with you know, dealing with a, maybe a lower vibrational person who maybe thinks, who maybe actually has the, not, not audacity, but maybe thinks that they're on your level. And then come to find out that they're that they're not they're not even close, and so but being empaths, we feel the desire to 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 assist anyway. We feel the desire to help because it's kind of like our our purpose, our obligation on this plane of things they manifest. The problem with that is, and this is Bolanelia, this this is kind of going to where to your point. The problem is is that the lower vibrational being when we talk about low. The the, the 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 they got gravity on their side. They're on the they're low. They're on the ground, and so if you're high, you're trying to pull them up. You have to have a lot of strength. If they don't want to be pulled up, if they're faking like they want to be, but they really don't want to be pulled up, they really don't. It becomes a Sodom and Gomorrah type uh, of affair where I'm really not trying to leave this lifestyle. You're going to either have to let go. Because the center of gravity is in their favor. They're already on the ground. It's going to be easier for them to pull you down than to, for you to pull them up. And once you recognize that a stalemate has been made, that they're not trying to go anywhere, you got to let them go. Otherwise, you're going to get pulled down into that frequency. And what we're talking about is frequencies and energy and energy barriers. So then you get pulled down into that frequency and you'll find yourself doing shit that you normally wouldn't do. And, 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 and so now, 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 and this is where the accountability factor comes in because wealth, even you mentioned it in a couple of rooms ago, uh, because now it's like, okay, how conscious were you to begin with? If you're letting a lower frequency, a lower vibrational person pull you down, where were you, where was your conscious level really anyway? So now you, the, 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 now you got your, now you're questioning yourself. But this is where the brotherhood is imperative because now they have to hold you accountable. Like, yo, what is you doing? 
that's worst case scenario if the person is not willing to make the, the, the change or the sacrifice or 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 not willing to to to, to try to make um but but if they are then I still think that the brotherhood is necessary, but I think that a foundation can be set, uh, can be in place for that for that empress or that queen to uh, aid and assist that brother on that journey. Um, as long as that brother is 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 willing to do the work, and and part of it is is that um, you will find that a, that that some people come into this thinking that they're going to actually transition off of your foundation they come into this thinking that they're actually going to that they're actually that you're going to um they're going to send to higher conscience levels by using your 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 work and your foundation and once 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 you instill that no you got to do the work what if i'm dead what if i'm gone are you going to revert back to old behaviors i mean and then once they realize that they are the ones that actually have to do the work, you will start to see um, that this lifestyle is not for them. They're going to stay in Sodom and Gomorrah. That's just how it is. Um, I just want to jump in real Just a minute. Just a minute, Wealth, because we got somebody from IG over here. Peace, peace. Are you on? Peace on IG. I, it's stuck. Go ahead, Wealth. I'm sorry. All it's right, stuck peace, over Johnny. here. Look, I got to say this real quick because I'm about to hop off. Um, like, like, just to piggyback on what D said, right? There's a lot of people out here that will try to see. They're, they're takers out here, right? They're takers. They're empty people that that hole inside of them can never be filled, Right. And that's because they haven't done the work on self and they have no intention at that moment to do work on self. So what's easier for them is to feed off of your light. Mm. Right. And, and and it's a lot easier for them to feed off your light. They will manipulate. They will tell you what they need to tell you, because for them, it's, it's, it's almost a vampiric relationship where they have to trick you into giving them substance. Right, that they need from you, but they don't really value you except for the substance that you can give them. Mm. So what, what I what I wanted to say before I leave is is that there I'm I'm also an empath, right? Um, I've learned that I'm an empath healer amongst other things, and I'm very sensitive to people's energies, right? But what 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 allowed me to find balance is the understanding that there's a difference between love of self. And understanding that's, that, that that's different than selfishness. You understand? You have to love yourself first, right? So loving self, uh, uh, developing that love for self under, lets me be comfortable with the idea that if someone is constantly draining me, then I have to love myself and disconnect from that person. And that's not being selfish, right? So they're, they're takers, they're givers. And who have reached higher vibrations that have found balance in the middle, right? And independence is a self-centered mindset where you continuously take at any cost to maintain that independence, regardless of the destruction to those around you. 
Mm-hmm. Right? It's a very, you're, you're at the center. You're, you're the center of everything. So everything is a me, 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 me thing. I got to have what I want mm-hmm. to maintain that independence. See, the giver, which is on the opposite side of that imbalance, right? The giver will continuously give until they're empty and now become dependent on the very taker who will never reciprocate. Oh. So it leaves you stuck in a state of dependency on that person who's never going to reciprocate because they're a taker. Whoa, right? wealth, wealth, and, teach. And, and then there's a, there's a balance, right? There's a balance being who will qualify. Another word for that is interview. Another word for that is discern. All people who approach and see if they share the same frequency, right? Before mm. they engage that person, before they allow that person to commingle with the energies, right? And, and you cannot give which you don't have. So someone who does not love self cannot love you. That is a taker disguising themselves as someone who loves you. And you can see if a person loves themselves by watching what they do. Facts. Facts. So I just want to... I love the conversation, but I got to jump off. And uh, I just want to thank all y'all for pouring in tonight. Wow, thanks for this. Wow, thanks for this last one, peace. Wow, thank you, brother. Powerful. Absolutely. That's the truth, though. Spiritual spiritual narcissist. That's what I'm starting to call them because I'm an empath, too, when I ran into them, too. They'll do anything. Some of them play with magic. You know, they'll do anything to get get you to submit. And I always want to say that too. See, the spiritual narcissists that are women, they know that men submit too. I don't think we understand that because we have to submit to love. You know, we have to be willing to let somebody love us because we have pain. Like you said, Yurima, you know, uh, what's, what's the quote you were saying about the pain? Yeah, your pain runs deep. Share it with me. Share it with me, you know. They know that. Yeah. They know that. So they, they play on that. But see, we don't even understand that, especially as empaths, because we want to give so much. They know that. Like, oh, you want to keep giving to me? Okay, keep going. Keep going. You got all that love to give. I'm going to keep taking. Mm-hmm. You know, they understand that. I think we have to understand that better. We submit to love. Because in order for a woman to submit, we have to submit to their love that they want to give. You know what I'm saying? It's a two-way street. So, yeah, this spiritual narcissist definitely exists. I, I'm learning that as an empath as well. Wow, yeah. Yeah, it's that... that gone through it it's a fact and what wealth just broke down what wealth just broke down is 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 he was so spot on with that they will pretend they will manipulate they will use what you just said key they will do rituals spells and 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 if you're if you get in a certain space and you got certain chakra portals open and and you get within their space those spells can take effect They'll use all of that and you'll find yourself in a spiritual, you'll find yourself in a spiritual loop and, and, and find it hard to extract yourself from that shit. Continue to feed off of you and bleed you and then make you feel like you're the villain. When you trying to, when you trying to pour into them, they will flip it and make it seem like, they they'll make you believe they'll they'll try if you're not on cue they'll try to make you believe that 
they've been doing everything for you and you're the villain. Like you're just this person that is just, you know, and and and, and then, you know, you, you start to realize, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me get my fucking power back. <laughs> what you Fuck, let me get my power back. What the hell just... Yeah. And and that's the problem that impasse, that's the problem we have, is that we are we are, are are susceptible to those things because we are givers. Um so so we have to be we have to be extra careful. But but they will come they will come disguised as I'm disguised as the most conscious. They will be whoever it is they think that you want them to be to get what they want. Yeah, exactly. To get what they want, they will be whoever. But then the veil starts to un, the the veil starts to, to 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 itself. But by the time the veil starts to reveal itself, they didn't already got you in the fucking spiritual loop with the spell. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta do then you gotta do a whole bunch of shit to reverse spells and all. Yeah, it's the, the spiritual realm is is is. It's a deep realm, man. It's powerful too. It's powerful, but it's deep. Shit is not. It's not. It's not for play, play. And if you're weak, um, weak men and weak women, because it it works both ways. If you're weak, oh, you're in for a hell of a ride. There's people. The thing is, Empress, is that the gods are being the gods and goddesses are being tested around the world right now. Um, I, I, I talk to quite a few people around the country, and and um, we're all going through something. There's all so every everyone everyone that I speak to, there's something going on, and 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 these are demonic forces that are moving, um, and we're all being tested. Uh, the beautiful thing with the test is that um, they, they only make you better. They only make you stronger. Um, and so that, that's the beauty in it, but you got to get through it. And some tests are going to be, some tests are going to be, um, depending on your level of strength is going to love the test. Um, and, and it's demonic forces, but the ancestors will allow you to go through that because they have to see, they have to see that you're on code. See from a spirit, from, from the back end. From the back end, you got the front end of the computer, but you also got the back end. And from the back end, they're watching. So they have to make sure that the gems that they have put here for purpose, that that they have the strength to endure the rest of this damn battle. 
And so, you know, and they have to know the ones who are going to get drawn off their square, the ones who are going to allow the lower vibrational beings to pull them down to their level. They have to know that because they have to know where we're at. But that doesn't stop the demonic spirits from the, the demonic spirits from moving. And that's what's happening. So a lot of people are being tested right now because that's the realm that we're in. But out from that is going to be for those that are able to endure those tests, for those that are able to strengthen those tests. And, 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 and for empaths, it's going to be hard because empaths, we, we, we don't want to give up on, on, we don't want to give up. Exactly. But the test for us is that you got to let this person go or you got to let the, this group go. That might be the test. Like, nigga, harden your heart. Let that shit go. Yeah. Oh, oh, facts. They, oh, facts. And, and what happens is, and what happens is if you don't get the test or you pass the test, they'll send something else back around just to check. Self-checks are necessary. Did you, we got to make sure you got the lesson. And if you don't get the lesson, it's going to come back around anyway. It might come in the version of a different person or a different situation, but it's the test is coming and it's going to keep repeating itself until you get it. And so we're all being tested in some way right now. We're all being tested. I, 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 I my, my, the calls I get from around the country from the gods and goddesses, we're all being tested. And I know what that, I know what it is. It's that realm. And we just have to, we have to go through it. We have to go through it. So anybody else want to cut in? Cause we're going to about to shut this room down. If you got nothing that, else. That was, that was, I just want to say this room was very informative very positive. I like the, the the way it went. Jamal coming in. Everybody, man. Much love to y'all. Yorima, D, Tareen, Black Lava. Much love to everybody in the room, man. Y'all yeah, know what it is. Again, thank you. Hey, likewise, man. Very powerful discussion. Very powerful discussion. My, my battery just died a second ago, so I'm just not jumping back in. So that's what I just said. But um, <clears throat> yeah, much love to the family. I appreciate the exchange. Yeah, we're about to get up out of here. Thank you so much for the family. Uh, Tareen Conscious, Black Lava Spice, Key, thank you for jumping up. Bola Neely, thank you for coming up. Diamond D, thank you. Dia, um, New Energy, thank you as always. Again, we'll be meeting this Saturday, um, this Saturday the 5th. We're going to be at uh, uh, <laughs> the park in Virginia, um, Great Falls Park in, in Virginia at 9200 Dominion, uh, McLean, Virginia. Uh, we're going to meet there at 12 noon. So for the family, this is just something where we take it out of social media and we, if you're in the vicinity or the, um, so um, that's open and available to anybody that wants to come out. We're going to meet there at 12 noon, uh, Saturday afternoon, June 5th. So, um, and then also we have our National Unity Walk event it's going to be the home of Black Wall Street. That's going to happen July 22nd through the 25th in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So uh, if you want to come out for that, you can go to our Unity Walk webpage at www.theunitywalk.com. Uh, go to our events and donations page. And there is a link if you are traveling in, you want to travel in for that event. There's a link for a, a hotel discounted rate on your hotel stay uh, 
that they have at a hotel there. So um, you can hit that link and uh, set that stay up. So with that said, we're gonna get up out of this room. Peace, love, and light to the family. Be safe. Um, slay devils. We slay demons every day. Uh, that's the self-work. That's the shadow work. It's slaying demons, uh, these demonic spirits. Uh, we're being tried, um, and it's a beautiful thing. Tests are beautiful. The warrior never knows his strength without a foe, so the test is the foe. So, Peace, prosperity, salutations. Love you all. We'll talk soon. We're out. Peace, 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 peace. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Eurema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production. On the wake up.